0: hell's kitchen you must fight to survive sometimes against a hot dog cart vendor (laughs) sometimes against pedophiles apparently (laughs) but not pedophile priest weirdly enough (laughs) i I have a note on that (laughs) but that's right you've probably never seen this movie before but we're going to talk about it that's right for the very first time ever i watched Sleepers. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing songs lately. I put like a song underneath. I don't know what I would put under this, but we'll have to figure it out. what is up everybody welcome to clear Tended classics the show where i your host jake ryan baker watch classic movies for the very first time and give my nostalgia free opinions on them and today is a very special episode return guest justin richard is here we're talking about a movie that he suggested that i had never fucking heard of before <laughs> even though the cast is like about as star-studded as a cast can get honestly yeah. uh and even even the director a pretty well-renowned director even the cinematographer i was like this guy's done work too this is crazy but yeah never heard of sleepers uh it's it's interesting and I a lot of my thoughts on this film Justin and uh, you've already chimed in so it's fine I, I feel like I'm not doing a good job introducing you but you guys know Justin at this point uh
1: <laughs> yeah i've been I have to be your
0: most reoccurring guest at this point I think maybe it might be possible uh yeah I'd have to go well, back and check well we did we did there was a long gap between Congo and
1: Big trouble, old China. Then we just spammed him, me on mm-hmm. here, just one after another.
0: But it, I, I'd say about 30 minutes into this movie, I was like, why have I never heard of this movie before? It's like really good. And then as the movie went on, I was like, eh. I think i know why i've never heard this movie
1: before it it definitely drags at times it definitely got it got really good reviews i saw too it did well yeah Uh, it it was like a
0: 40 million dollar budget it made like 150 million
1: i (laughs) I think the cast probably did that the cast blew my mind even rewatching it like even the lower level guys are like oh i know that guy i know that guy i know that guy yeah
0: like at first i was like oh i don't know like i was like i don't know who's playing the lead I was like, "Who's Jason Pat- Jason Patrick?" And then I Googled. It. I was like, "Oh, never mind." I was like, "I know who this fucking guy is." Like, <laughs> I,
1: I have a very bad opinion. He's better in this movie than my only memory of Jason Patrick. It's fucking Speed Two, which is one of the <laughs> worst movies I've ever seen in my life.
0: I mean, no shade. It's hard to be an actor. I, I, I mean, I don't think he's very good. He's he's. This is like quintessential. I think it sticks out even more in this movie because it's so star studded that it's like this is the quintessential nineties. Okay, this guy's going to be a star. Uh, he's going to be our our good... It, it, but I, I kept wanting to refer to Goodfellas when I was watching this, but this is pre-Goodfellas. Oh, shit, it is? Uh, yeah, because this is 96 and Goodfellas is 97, uh, so it's not fair to compare the two, because this came out first, but I was like, they really thought they had something with Jason Patrick here, and I I, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the he, guy still works to yeah. this day, and well, he's been in some good shit, but... It's just you know he's in a movie with Brad Pitt and Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman yeah Dustin it's like, Hoffman it's like bro. <laughs>
1: I'd even heard like one of the kids I think his name's uh, Jonathan Tucker I didn't even heard of him before like I've seen him yeah in things. he he played the worst bad guy ever in Justified just my opinion
0: well the one of the characters the adult version is Billy Crudup who kind of had a bit of a run after this it, it's funny to see him be so silent in this movie when he and would go on to be like Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> I think he's oh, Doctor Manhattan. I'm almost oh, positive uh, from oh, Watchmen. Have you, seen, have you seen Watchmen? Oh uh, yes, a uh, long time ago. Have, right? we, have we ever discussed like your? I don't know what your opinion on Zack Snyder is. I'm actually kinda I, curious. I
1: love Justice League Snyder cut. Maybe one of my most favorite superhero films ever.
0: Honestly, wow, I love that movie. And how do you feel know. about Man of Steel?
1: I didn't mind it. It I hate, I hate the, I hate Superman. But he made Superman seem like an interesting character rather than the, you know, the goody two shoes. I'm idea, here to everything. save the day. Yes,
0: like, like don't get me wrong. I like the the first two Richard Donner Superman movies. They're just fun, good '70s movies. But I, I totally agree with you in that Superman as a hero doesn't isn't very interesting. And what Snyder tried to do with him, I thought was interesting. I I have a one of my closest friend groups. They constantly shit on Zack Snyder. and it like, a,
1: It's a cool thing to do, I feel like.
0: It's just like, they're like, oh, he's just a frat boy. He thinks he's so cool or whatever. And I'm just like, I like what he tried to do with <laughs> Superman. Like in, in Batman versus Superman, he basically was like, it would suck to be Superman. And I was like, yeah. this is a really interesting angle. I like this. Everyone's like, why well, Superman mopey and sad and morbid? Yeah. I'm like, because literally everyone that dies on the planet. Technically, he could have saved them, but if, but well, just, what Superman kills Zod, Superman doesn't kill anybody Wham! <laughs> my childhood's ruined, but also, but Fuck also off. it's such a powerful moment. It's like the last remaining person from his planet, the only other person that knows what it's like to be him, pushes him into that corner that enforces him to kill him. But no, it's like oh they said Martha and Batman versus Superman, so it's fucking stupid. I'm just like fuck off. I, I, I just, like, <laughs>
1: like when I first got into cinephobe before I was flat out in love with it. When I just I liked a mean from my other my sports podcast. He would come on. He was funny. I had it took me a while to finish the Batman versus Superman uh, episode of that movie episode of cinephobe. Uh, Because they constantly just shit on it. I don't think I've gotten
0: to that one, so that sucks. (laughs) As
1: someone who likes it, it's just nonstop. Like, I mean, every time, like they're going through the good reviews, and every time there's a good review, he goes, "This fucking liar," (laughs) or he goes, "This fucking guy bet liked the Snyder verse." This guy liked the Snyder cut.
0: I just, I don't know. I don't. I agree. I don't think Zack Snyder's the strongest writer of all time or anything like that. But I also think he's one of the most visually interesting directors working today and just people are so dismissive of him and i just don't i i literally i've joked about oh people are just mad because he is like a good looking guy with muscles and they're like that's not what a director should be he's a fucking he's a frat douche it's like not really also,
1: he also <laughs> got a studio well i'm sure the pandemic came, he got a studio that fired him to pay him money to finish a movie that they didn't want him to make
0: <laughs> but yeah like I thought his cut of the Justice League was pretty cool. I like his cut of Batman versus Superman. I think it's yeah, the superior I, cut.
1: Yeah, I watched, I watched the original one in the theaters, and I went like I, said, I went into it wanting to dislike it because Christian Bale's the best Batman ever, and it's like, Ben Affleck's gonna suck. <laughs> and the only thing I took away from Snyder's version, I wanted a solo Batman film with Affleck, you know? Instead, we got fucking mopey Robert Pattinson.
0: I like that movie, too, though. <laughs> uh, hey, Did you see it? Did you watch I the Batman? Wa- I
1: watched, like half of it maybe and then I had something to do so I paused and was gonna go back to it but
0: I quite liked it but <laughs> I, I walked
1: away, I walked away thinking I have no desire to go back to it it's very slow and I think I've talked about this on, on your podcast before I didn't like the emo Batman where he's just like
0: yeah I guess for me I something that I always run into especially with like my friends who actually like comic books and superheroes and stuff like that they have certain ways they envision these characters and i don't really i'm not beholden to that in any way which is why i was so accepting of mopey sad superman i was like this is a fun version it's why i was like "Well,
1: it was a better version sorry to interrupt
0: you well no no i think that's fair it's it's definitely a more existentially interesting version of superman in my opinion and people are just you know i don't think zack snyder movies are flawless but i you know god i hate I hate shitting on Marvel stuff and Disney stuff because, like, it's so—it's almost just as passe as shitting on Zack Snyder at this point. It's like I don't think I'm cool for shitting on Marvel movies. I just want to say that I totally respect anyone that fucking is front and center for every Marvel superhero movie. If if it really gets you off, then I'm ha- I'm genuinely happy for you. I flashed two thumbs up at Justin. This is great podcasting, uh, <laughs> but I just. I find a lot of their movies to be this very samey and very bland, I, and I forget about them two days later.
1: Well, I, I've I've told you this before too, where it's no longer about the movie; it's no longer about the characters in that movie. It's about what's this movie going to lead to? What's the after credit scene going to be? Mm-hmm. And I caught myself beating that because I the last Marvel movie I think I watched in theaters was uh the uh the uh ba- the the Spider Man with a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in it, where he's my- Mysterio. Oh right, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the second and, one like and it wasn't a bad movie but just the after credit scene wasn't what i wanted so i walked away with a really shitty feeling and i haven't really watched another marvel movie since
0: yeah i caught it on tv one time and i was like that was fine but then i like legitimately forget i watched it and when people have to remind me like oh the jake june hall i'm like oh yeah where he's mysterious okay yeah yeah i do remember that it but it's like i still sometimes think about like Weirdly, like people hated Jesse Eisenberg's Luther. And I'm like, I kind of liked it. It was
1: different. It, <laughs> I didn't, I hated it to begin with, but it was a, it was different.
0: Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, he's just, he's grasping at what I think are interesting ideas, which I think is a lot more than other movies that played a lot safer do Mm -hmm. and i don't think every swing is a home run but at least he's taking swings he's
1: attempting (laughs) to make something different and every super movie even marvel is a lot of rinse and repeat like Uh
0: which i mean i heard the new guardians is good i haven't seen it but i I mean i'm a james gunn fan so i mean i'm sure it's good
1: i still need to watch i said i i want to i want to get back into marvel but another thing that kills me about trying to get back into it was just the Finale that was in game, uh-huh. that epic finale where it's like that. Okay, how do we pick ourselves up and create an interesting story with less interesting characters? <laughs> and, like,
0: and they were like, we don't. <laughs> yes, we don't. We just
1: create. We throw people from a green screen.
0: Yeah, and and watch
1: our green screen as we do a bunch of dumb shit. Our,
0: and then in our new Ant Man movie, we'll have this oh. really interesting supervillain. But the <laughs> and, then, and then,
1: I'm I i have not seen the Ant Man, so don't spoil that shit. I want to. See. And then oh,
0: and then our. Well, no, I was I was referring to Jonathan Majors' real life troubles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, and then our next
1: big star in the Marvel universe, who I think they were going to build the, around, dies of cancer.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: and we killed Michael B. Jordan. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but we can't. And he was the best. Ca- my opinion, the best out of everybody in that original. Uh, yeah, he's great. And it's like, but we so we can't bring him back because we already killed him.
0: I mean, they could. It's yeah, good point. It's Marvel. <laughs> could be an interesting angle yeah. uh, where Killmonger becomes Black Panther. <laughs> Killmonger was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so sad about chabot Bosman. Yeah, Bosman. Boseman. Uh God, he's so good.
1: Uh, I me- I remember watching him on the what was it, Cold Case, and. He was in he was in other small TV shows and it's it's like I have a strong connection I feel with Michael B. Jordan because I watched him when he was like thirteen years old on the wire. Sure,
0: sure, of course. And
1: I always I always liked him and I God, watched him. What a his. tragic
0: character. <laughs> and,
1: oh, talk- oh you're talking about Wallace?
0: <laughs> yeah, that
1: was tough, man.
0: That I thought tough. that was something that happened later. I've only seen the first two seasons of The Wire, mm-hmm. which by the way, I was like who is this guy? When I was watching Sleepers, bunk. I
1: was like, "It's fucking bunk." That's, that's another thing. There's, a, there's, you can, t- whoever does casting for HBO had to be on this because there's so much HBO. Well, yeah, there series was the chick
0: that was on the witness stand. I was like, I was like, oh, the Sopranos.
1: Sopranos, yeah, and uh, <laughs> the uh, the the one security guard who 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 broke down on uh, the stand, uh, the Ferguson guy. He has a big part in the in Oz which is also HBO. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, who else there was more there were more people. Well, one from-
0: of my one of my favorite brief glimpses in this movie and he's referred to in my notes as such is uh burn notice
1: (laughs) it was very early in his career you can tell they did not give him any lines no he
0: literally is you see a flash of his face and then he just gets squibbed out in the middle of (laughs) spoilers for sleepers but (laughs) yeah i wonder
1: wonder how much they had to cut on this film too because there was so many other i feel like there was a couple other scenes where i'm like i feel like this should have paid off later like yeah
0: so i mean my big overarching note for sleepers is should have been a tv show yeah, uh, like a limited series like yeah. they clearly had enough material to do like a six to eight episode mm-hmm. story out of this this is when and tv
1: shows were not i know well. and it
0: sucks i really like that we live in a world where you can do like an eight episode miniseries
1: speaking, speaking of those have <laughs> you i thought i read somewhere where their amazon No, might be it might either amazon it might be, HBO, it might be hbo wants to do a harry potter series i am mm-hmm. i will wash that shell over and just get some something close to the books
0: yeah, that's they claim that's what they're gonna go yeah. for. So, yeah. and then I, got, I, I will say, knowing how movies work, I've become more forgiving of that franchise. But I literally haven't seen any of the movies since the fourth one because the fourth one made me so mad. Yeah, me- <laughs> uh-huh. and this, and to, mind you, this is when I was a lot younger, not as young as I'd like to say, but I still, the fourth book is my favorite book, and they just butchered it for the movie, and I was just like. <laughs> I saw a really funny TikTok where this guy was like, he's like, one of the greatest moments in the Harry Potter mo- movies is in the fourth movie when you get one of the best pieces of acting in the entire series, juxtaposed with one of the worst pieces of acting in the entire series. This is terrible <laughs> podcasting content because I'm ripping off another podcast right now. Uh, we, but We quote Xenophobe <laughs> daily on here. Yeah, but he's just like, there's that part where he brings back Cedric Diggory and his dad's like, that's my son, that's my boy, my boy. Boy. and he's like and then it cuts to hair he's like he's back moldemart is back it's like yeah some oh, of, the, some, of the, some of the child performances early on are a no. little rough a little, ru- a little rough but how do you do he's back baldemart is back daniel radcliffe he's i really liked him in the weird al movie he's I really have, grown into his own but i don't think i've watched him I don't, I've seen my, every, my dad loves the first harry potter movie they great. suck they those kids are so which, bad <laughs> talking about kid actors sleepers good kid good? actors yeah it was except for one. tommy tommy was the I, weak link I, he, I i i
1: hate to admit this but i <laughs> other than shakes i had to, I had issues knowing which one was which
0: oh uh, i it took me a long time and i finally zeroed which in one? on it john was the tiny one he's right? a tiny one okay i, I thought he was the best one and when I looked him up I was expecting to see he went on to do great things. Not really. No, Jeremy
1: Tucker Tucker's the only one that really did stuff outside of this, I think.
0: Um but uh sadly I finished the movie and like played some games before I went to bed last night and I was like, oh, "I'm going to do a little research." Ended up going down a horrible rabbit hole of the Uh-oh, kid who played re- Michael. Oh. Uh, did you do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I thought
1: you were talking about uh <laughs> the book written by the actual Shakespeare. Well, that's but... a
0: whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, but so the kid who played Michael, I'm blanking on his name, which is terrible, but I don't even know it never did. He was like a child actor from Tennessee that Joel Schumacher found and put in a movie with Susan Sarandon called like the witness or the client or, or something like that. Mm, Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, you know, he's like 12. He's like, if I go on the stand, they're going to fucking kill me or whatever. Uh, you know, he's like a really cute kid or whatever, and then he just uh, sounds like he maybe got abused by Hollywood and uh, weirdly similar parallels to this film. Uh, and then around like age twenty five, did so many drugs he like fucking died. And so just like really weird, tragic end for him. I was just like, oh, this is, um, well, I guess I better go to bed now. <laughs> I
1: apologize. I'm laughing, but just. It's talk, just morbid. Well,
0: talking about them, so many drugs I just
1: watched, I was going to ask you about this off podcast, but fuck it, we're on it now and nobody cares. <laughs> have you, have you, do you, do you watch a John Mulaney a John up? Have you heard I watched his most recent special. Oh, Baby J? Yeah. Oh my God. I, me and my fiance went on vacation. <laughs> we had a 12 hour drive. <laughs> And I can't, uh, they, they talked about it on the Levitar podcast. A meme was
0: raving about it, so I listened to it. One of my favorite podcasts, uh, Action Boys, uh, John Gabris was like, Baby J was good. And I was like, I literally was like trying to get some exercise in. So I, I was on my bicycle biking around Monroeville. And I had Baby J going while I was just pedaling down I watched,
1: the street. <laughs> I watched clips on the way to Ocean City, Maryland, where I was on vacation. <laughs> Go there, people. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, Ocean City. I'm- promoting you on the podcast but and then i came back and watched the rest of I got home i it's been a while since i laughed that hard at
0: stand-up he's a good stand-up comedian it's a it's a really interesting special because he up top he's like yeah i got busted for being a cocaine dealer not uh, a dealer but being on cocaine also i I got a divorce and he doesn't talk about his divorce at all which is interesting (laughs)
1: levitar talked about that because they talked about that on levitar the sports podcast. Let's see where Amin was talking about it. Levitard said he appreciated, he won Levitard said he wanted more about, you know, you cheated on your wife with, uh, Olivia Munn, which.
0: Yeah. <laughs> who can fault him for and that? And had a, had a kid with her. Had
1: a kid with her. And <laughs> they talked about there where a lot of the guys were like, I think that was probably like mostly I have respect for his ex-wife for her telling him I'm not a bit.
0: That like, that's what I figured. I haven't had a feeling that like maybe in the proceeding, she was like, you don't get to use me as material for your yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> they,
1: they, that's exactly what they said on Levitar. They said, yeah, but uh, it just made me laugh. People are just
0: like really dead. Cause it's funny. I read some articles cause I was curious what the zeitgeist was like about this special, because I didn't look up anything. I just watched the special yeah, here. naked and was like, that was funny. And then I was just like, oh, what are people saying? And there's like a lot of like people that are just like, well, he was canceled and he's trying to come back I was like, "Canceled for what? For, for, being,
1: for being a drug addict and, and, and cheating and on your wife. I'm that like, is- I feel like in today's society, that's like the least cancelable offense.
0: I know. I was kind of like, I mean, well, what, what? That's what. Hit, well, this whole thing, I, I watched- I don't like, mean to brag, but my intervention was a star-studded affair. <laughs> yeah. I, but honestly, it's like,
1: I came there cocaine skinny with a fresh haircut. All of my other people, nine months of straight quarantine. I was the best looking one at my intervention.
0: Not to throw shade, but they look like shit. So
1: where he says like- i come to x amount of friends there three friends on zoom i know what you're thinking if they really cared about you why would they be on zoom i mentioned this several times but no my favorite one which i feel like i it channel because we do impressions a lot here yeah his pete davidson story where (laughs) i saved him as al pacino in my phone john johnny It's Al. My little boy, Blue. My little boy, Blue. I heard you're in rehab. How you doing, dog? <laughs> I, I'm not doing so well, dog.
0: My little freckle friend. <laughs> like, I just know everyone's going to think there's only one person <laughs> that could be responsible for this. 79-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Al Pacino, Oscar winning, <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> or I, the
1: the well, the YouTube clip I had most access to, where he was like, well, "I still love those." Oh, uh, those old winter coats. <laughs> okay. No he's Like, I left for rehab that morning, four o'clock in the morning, with three gra- on me, three grams of cocaine, a baggie of Xanax, and a baggie of thirty milligram Adderall. And he's like, "They found on me my Adderall." my Xanax, and two grams of cocaine. <laughs> I know you're thinking, I just said I had three grams. I did a lot on the way there. He's like, I did some in the car, I did some at a gas station off one of those koala bear changing
0: stations. <laughs> Which he brings back right at the end. Yeah, where he's, like, where he's like, what? That's what they're for. When you're a cocaine addict, you see the world in terms of surfaces. Where he's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like you think they put babies on that mousetrap contraption? No, it's for storing cocaine. There's gang signs carved into them. <laughs>
0: I thought it was pretty funny oh I laughed so hard
1: <laughs> the point where Felicia is on the drive there is like you're being annoying right now it's like I can't help it
0: it's funny I did laugh because he was like he's like if you remember my old specials I was like da 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 well I'm not like that anymore for a certain reason and well the same way I looked at where he's
1: like I had I had my dinner which was actually my intervention was scheduled for 7 p.m. I decided to get a haircut that night at 7 p.m. I know. I thought I could make it work. Where did I go for my haircut? Saturday Night Live, which is a TV show, not an all-night barbershop.
0: I walk in there, coke to the gills, and say, can I get a haircut? You know that thing when a junkie's bothering you and you say, whatever, let's just give him what he wants. It's easier. I was like, he, he really must have been kind of a menace, which is, which is, I mean, he really did have almost an innocent persona, in, I, in public persona. You saw him as this baby faced like guy. And so it's funny to think like behind the scenes, he's like just out of his mind, coked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're also the I'll show you how bad I got. He goes,
1: I, I called my uh, financial advisor. I told him, do not give me any more money until you get a note from my doctor. <laughs> so what did I do for this? I decided to buy a twelve thousand dollar watch. Then pawn it so I could get cash. <laughs> yeah, his
0: watch story is good. I, we'll stop spoiling, baby Jay. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, but watch it, people.
1: I had never, I'd heard of him. I never watched him. I didn't know what he looked like. Oh, really? Uh, I watched. Yeah. I watched a lot of his. No, specials. I, I'd heard of him that he was good. I just never watched him. And then I heard this. I'm like, I'll check it out. And one of the funniest. uh hardest i've laughed in a while as stand-up that's and, funny and
0: i love stand-ups what a weird entry point for him because he's just had years of other <laughs> 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 specials well, then another part i watched where he's
1: like i'm being dark at the beginning by someone to think i am fake. i don't want to start as we're all here together we all have been to rehab guy divorce and now people look at us differently
0: <laughs> i mean he opens with it's funny because like you just never know what you're going to get in like a live show yes. so they kept in the bit where he knows uh, curse knows rock the- <laughs> Where he notices like a kid in the balcony. Which,
1: which no, they uh, they talked about in *Levitar*. That kid was a plant. He had because he rehearsed. Obviously, you know, stand-ups rehearsed. Yeah, same.
0: he had saw the kid at a
1: previous show and just tried that bit and saw it work. So he invited <laughs> the kid to that show.
0: That makes sense, because I was surprised it made the special. Yeah,
1: we're going secret sauce here, people.
0: No, I mean, it makes sense. Like Nothing is real.
1: Once again, watch the stand-up. We won't spoil the whole thing. Art is is a lie.
0: Nothing is real. I couldn't believe he fucking took a shot at Bo Burnham. All oh, the kids like Bo Burnham because he hasn't done anything cancelable yet. I was like, "Damn!" Uh, I like Bo Burnham. I like Bo Burnham too. We uh, we watched we watched him in high school when he had shitty I know. MySpace videos. That's still crashing. I, I love I love Rehab Center for fictional uh, I, characters. I, I
1: love. I mean, this it's funny. It's not. It's not. It doesn't not all reflect my true feelings. But I love Clan Cookout.
0: Well, he's making fun of the class. Yes. <laughs> Here's my <laughs> wife slash sister. I was just about to sing that lyric. <laughs> same note. my day. Same note too, bro. <laughs> she went away and I missed her because my mom's a lousy lay. <laughs> don't hang with foreign fellows. It'll it, only be your loss. Well, just stay here and roast marshmallows by the burning cross. <laughs> uh, senior? KKK? <laughs> I think that's like one of the fun, the KKK thing really gets me because he's yeah. like, he sets up like K. I don't want to explain his yeah. joke. But it's like but, K in Spanish. Oh, it's
1: funnier thing at work, uh so our head our main head and quality <laughs> person he worked out of Atlanta, so we didn't see her much, is almost an exact ripoff of Jeffrey Bezos. Looks exactly <laughs> like him. So whenever he walks through my my head, I just go, I just think CEO of <laughs> born in nineteen sixty-four in and- Jeffrey. That's
0: a and, that's a catchy ass song. <laughs> yeah,
1: well and the girl that is our head and quality at my uh, where I work never heard the song so i played it for her and she just laughed and she's like that's all i'm gonna think now when i see him
0: <laughs> come on jeffrey you can do it are we avoiding sleepers oh uh, let's get back to it Fuck what's it. your history with sleepers
1: uh my brother uh re- apparently liked the movie i remember as a young kid watching it with him and as a young kid this is a
0: movie i feel like i would have a hard time re-watching honestly
1: yeah it's very like i said it's very serious serious yeah. undertones <laughs> Uh, I don't know how we're going to make this funny
0: like we usually do, but (laughs) I think that's why we went on such a huge tangent just God (laughs) damn it, we'll try. Yeah,
1: we're, we're almost, we're 40 minutes in and we don't want to, we don't want to touch on the two and a half hour movie. But anyways, maybe that explains some of you people. Maybe it doesn't. Figure it out for yourselves. Fuck it. But anyway, yeah. So my brother, uh, watched it a lot, liked it. Uh, 90s movies was my brother's wheelhouse and he and poor love is wisdom. Just show how immature and stupid we are. I remember as a young kid watching it and seeing, like, the, obviously, the sexual abuse undertones, uh, male-on-male young boy. Oh,
0: there's undertones. (laughs) No, there's no
1: fucking undertones. You got me there, but, oh, shit, you okay? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking keep that in. Let's roll with it. But, no, I saw that, and I'm like, well, I'm not watching this shit. This shit's. (laughs) <laughs> being stupid and young well you know what's funny is uh you're you talking about roger ebert yeah yeah
0: i didn't understand that either like what the fuck roger ebert has this weird tangent he goes on where he's just like this whole movie's actually homophobic i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> <I> just <laughs> what the, the boys are homophobic they didn't like getting fucked in the ass by the guards it's very it's a very strange position to take Yes, and i I, because he he, I read yeah. his I read his actual like written oh, review. I just saw the uh, the video, and, yeah. but because I, I saw that too. But then I read the written review today, and he's trying to be like there's because he has this line where he's like they're saying being raped is maybe even worse than death, and I'm like kind of it is <laughs> like have kinda. you been have you been raped, Roger? <laughs> have you had a dick in your ass against your will? <laughs> I was about to make a horrific joke about. uh, Worse than dicking the ass against your will? Yeah, because he had like a whole jaw thing. And oh, it. I didn't.
1: You know more about Roger Ebert than I do. I just know him as a guy who who didn't like Me Boy, so he he like, go he, to like, hell. he like
0: lost the bottom half of his jaw, and I was going to make yeah. like an easy access joke. But hey, uh, it's pretty horrible. We'll see if I keep that part. <laughs> keep it. Don't be a fucking pussy. <laughs>
1: anyway, so yeah, so I had that kind of feeling towards it. Then, like, I as I got older, my brother got it on DVD. I watched the movie. I. I'd always go through these nostalgic phases where I want to watch movies. Where I'd go through. We had a giant, like, bookcase of DVDs growing up. Sure. So on a boring night, I would pick a random one, and watch it. I decided to do this one night, and even though it has those undertones that the, obviously a teenage kid's being dumb, I was uncomfortable with. But I thought it was
0: still. Well, a good it's record. uncomfortable. It makes yeah. you. It makes you uncomfortable. It's not. That's why I said I'm like, this isn't a movie I'll be reaching to rewatch anytime soon because there's a solid thirty minutes of like. Um, Just children being raped and tortured, and it's like, I uh, will say,
1: though, even for the early, for it's not, they at least didn't, like. It's not gratuitous. No, no, it could have been way worse than it was. Uh, They definitely handled it the best way they could. And this, I don't even want, like, I didn't even know that this was based off a book. I don't want to read the book.
0: Yeah, I'd be curious, the book's. I, ha- I felt like the biggest taste we got of the book is when Jason Patrick is telling Robert De Niro what happened. But, I was like, I feel like he's reading passages from yeah, the book right well, now. That,
1: I felt that was a <laughs> big, I figure that was cut because that should be a big moment where like, you see where you would see Robert De Niro's actual reaction at Chase? At you, Chase. you do a little bit, but, but it, it should have been way. I felt like it should have been way more pivotal where
0: you saw the whole thing and you got the whole story and you saw it, I thought that scene was done in a really weird way yeah, because felt, it, it just it keeps like cut. like clearly he's like telling him explicit think, stories. But I'm like, I don't think that's the most effective way to convey no, what no, happened. No, I think
1: I seriously think he told they shot them acting out the whole scene where he's telling everything that happened. But obviously, the fucking two and a half hour movie, and they had to cut certain parts. So, since fucking uh, what's his what's his nuts, uh, Jason Patrick narrates the whole movie pretty
0: much. They said we can get away with them just narrating it. He's like, and then they, (laughs) it was just like I just watched a clip from Community. Did you do you ever watch Community? There's like a clip where they're playing D and D together, and uh, Annie and Abed do like they role play a sex scene. And they cut all the audio out, and you only see the motions or whatever. And then I, and then it just shows her like doing this thing and doing this motion oh, and all this stuff. Yep. I was just getting like shades of that from this scene, which I shouldn't have <laughs> oh, because oh. like the beats of the community scene are comedic, and and that scene's supposed I'm, to be very serious. Like I'm laughing right now
1: because just reminds me of you. I can't remember what it was—the season of Dexter with Julia Stiles in. Do You remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was when I like uh, that season. It was when. Like, Julia had killed a guy that had raped her, and then Dexter had killed a kid that he was, like, playing to kill, and they and Dexter had framed the scene all crazy, and they're like, what happened here? And Masuka, the crazy guy, is like, only one way, audio asphyxia, or something, and he's acting <laughs> out the scenes as Dexter's narrating it. It's one of the funniest scenes in Dexter ever. Like, I- a- erotic yeah, asphyxiation. Yeah, we're- we're- <laughs> a, a, Masuka's mimicking <laughs> every action as Dexter and Aaron is like, Asuka, Asuka Masuka, went over. Yeah, Masuka <laughs> went over every detail I needed. I did not need to step in. He explained it all. <laughs> and uh, once, her, once her tits uh, fucking uh, Deb comes in, it's like, what the fuck just happened it's, like dexter had some small funny parts that's the funniest part there's some I good dark
0: humor in dexter
1: oh that's the that's the funniest part for me i always remember that scene because i remember me and my brother almost belly laughing at it
0: <laughs> surprise motherfucker uh but so yeah so sleepers star-studded yeah. cast Props to, I think my biggest props go to Kevin Bacon for being willing to play the part that he yeah. plays. Cause <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I'll mention this though. Cause I saw, I saw a trivia note on IMBD that said who else was considered for the part was Kevin Bacon trying to be Willem Dafoe in this film.
0: Hmm, maybe a little bit.
1: If, and I just imagine Willem Dafoe in that part and imagine how fucking dark he would have took it.
0: <laughs> like, His- He's Kevin, t- Kevin Bacon's character introduction in this movie. Oh,
1: it's fucking the most uncomfortable scene I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> I was like, cause I, I didn't like, I didn't know really what this movie was super about. I explained you you, you, you suggested it and said it was like serious. And so I feel like in the synopsis, they hit some of the highlights. So it's kind of unavoidable, but I was like, still just not really sure how far it was going to go or where things were going. And they go to the school and i was like mm. and then literally within 2 seconds of them not school but the prison or whatever within 2 Ju- seconds
1: juvenile detention's what would they prefer what the f- and- i've been drinking i just misfumbled that fucking
0: word <laughs> Do you want to say juvenile detention juvenile again?
1: detention center <laughs> juvie the place where they send the fucked up kids
0: <laughs> uh, yeah kind of <laughs> it's uh it's it's not a great place but i yeah so Barry Levinson, I don't know. He's the director, FYI, for all you people listening. I
1: don't, I don't do directors, but I looked him up because I know you would know him, and he's got some good shit.
0: It's good shit. I know. never seen Rain Man, but I know it's good. It's a good movie. Rain Man's a good movie. It's well, like I'll I, add to the list. I mean, I'm not in love. The thing is, like, man, early Tom Cruise, he's just good. Tom, he's Cruise. just good. I don't like the guy, but he's fucking good.
1: Uh, uh, I will agree with you, early. <laughs> Like, uh, I hate Tom Cruise with a passion. I refuse to watch anything new he does. Like, I don't care how much, how good you tell me Top Gun Maverick is. It's, I would rather, you would like that I would rather, I would rather run my head into this glass door here. That's not glass door, but the window part of it. It's very important that the audience know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing great, I'm doing great audio work here, people. You fucking gotta love me for
0: it. Live Live Die Repeat's really good, too. But no, Uh, no,
1: no, I'm not a Tom Cruise guy, but. I listened to Cocktail on Cinemaphone. I literally watched that movie several times since then. And it's a good movie. I it's don't a good know. Good movie. I don't know what I like about it, but I love Rain, it.
0: Rain Man's good. Oh, it's the shoe, is why. Uh, Jerry Maguire's good. Yeah, it's pretty
1: good. I got admit that. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, he's done nothing. Good, good. morning. Good morning, Vietnam is a really good movie. Don't know it. I got to say, one of the things that's really high on his list is uh, this movie called Wag the Dog. Uh, which uh, I've never seen. It's, all,
1: all I know, it has Dennis Leary in. That's it.
0: Yeah, you got Dustin Hoffman, Robert De Niro, Woody he, Harrelson. He
1: gets the stars. Barry Levinson does. I will well, say that it,
0: clearly. Him and Dustin Hoffman seem to have a good working relationship.
1: I have so many notes about him later. He <laughs> he steals the show with this movie. It's pretty. I
0: mean, he's a great actor. My one of my favorite podcasts. They covered. Oh God, uh, this is so horrible. They covered this movie that Dustin Hoffman's in in like the seventies, and. Oh, no, uh, I'm, gonna have to I'm
1: on it, I'm on it. I'm already on the, I'm already on Wikipedia people. There you go, so you know, Straight time.
0: So he's in a movie called straight time. And I was talking to my dad about it and then my dad saw it on TV and taped it mm-hmm. or DVR'd it. I'm, I'm old and <laughs> taped it. Uh, but... <laughs> Did you record that in your VCR old man? <laughs> he used to, oh, uh, I love but, that shit. but he watched straight man or straight time straight man <laughs> you watch straight time and he, my dad was like that was a good fucking movie and Dustin Hoffman's really good in it he's a little intense uh but I mean yeah I, I oh shit
1: he did Disclosure I didn't know that
0: <laughs> Levinson yeah well yeah he's come up on on Cinephobe a couple times because he did Envy as well
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, I haven't got to that podcast yet well I won't watch that movie because I remember seeing the trailer for it then hearing it wasn't that great but then like Zach and Amin love it, but.
0: I'd I don't, say, I'd say one of his other big ones is he did, uh, the natural, the natural, Robert yeah. Redford movie, which I mean, classic novel. Like it's just, I mean, I'm a
1: baseball fan and I've, I've yet to watch that movie. You've never seen I, the
0: natural. I read I, the book
1: in one of our classes. I don't remember which one.
0: I feel like that'd be up your alley.
1: I, I love baseball. I mean, I have a baseball movie on our list that I want to do for you. So, and we'll get, we'll, we'll get, if we ever do that movie i'll you'll get my total love obsession with baseball
0: love obsession with baseball
1: it's just i love the sport
0: so speaking of
1: yeah let's get back to the movie well no
0: speaking of like goodfellas i I do i it's later in my notes but one of my notes is michael ballhouse and he's the cinematographer of this movie this movie looks fucking great oh uh, there's like this the cinematography in this movie is
1: good I don't know if you know, but I'm not going to spoil it. But there's a scene. It's one of the best scenes I've probably seen since we've done this podcast. Like, I loved it. I watched In it sleepers? on YouTube. Yes.
0: Okay. I'm excited to hear that. But this man shot Goodfellas. This man shot The Departed. This man shot Gangs of New York. This man shot Sleepers. <laughs> uh, this man shot Air Force One. This man shot Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh, poor fucker. <laughs> uh, guy shot What About Bob. But he's a good cinematographer. And this movie looks fucking good. Mm-hmm. I love the lighting. It, it's just good. So that's like, we got some good talent behind the thing. We got some good talent in front of the camera. So let's get into it. Let's uh, do it. The, <laughs> the kids are dancing. Uh, we'll see this scene at the end of the movie. It didn't really pay off IMO, but. Uh, no, there's a lot really seen that don't pay off, I gotta admit. <laughs> uh, but we get some Jason Patrick VO. Yes. We're just. Getting uh, credits, blah, blah, blah.
1: I'm going to steal a cinephobe, moment by calling him Shakes'
0: position. <laughs> Shakes' position. We never find out why he's called Shakes. Not that he, we needed I, I, to. I, but... <laughs> I,
1: I just, I, I don't know. It shows my lack. I I thought for some reason the Count of Crisco was a Shakespeare book, but it's not. <laughs> That's where I thought they called him Shakes. Why? But that would make
0: sense yes yes i should have been writing for this movie apparently (laughs) yeah they try they try to establish this count of monte cristo subplot and it never really goes anywhere either all right that's what's one of my conflicts with this movie is i think this movie is about a lot of things and it's really interesting but i think it kind of fumbles the ball on a lot of different elements
1: (laughs) which i'll say this first i'll make up i had my memory of this movie completely different i thought the majority of the movie was them As kids, in the beginning, in the last half, you had some of them as adults. But that's because that's the best part. Well, I forgot that how long like them as adults is, and how slowly they bring this plot out. When they they, hit
0: me with 1981, I clicked on my phone. Guess what, guys? I watched it on my phone. I'm a monster. Uh,
1: I did did too because I had no choice. I had
0: two earbuds in this time though. Two? Uh (laughs) Did you get? Did you have proper subtitles? Yeah,
1: I did not. HBO
0: Max. I had to. They had had my back. I had a bad. stream. Well, there's no way right. I could have fucking heard anything Dustin Hoffman was saying without subtitles. I, I
1: heard it just because I was <laughs> Dustin Hoffman had me like hooked from the moment. No, I had shitty subtitles that were like two like way earlier, so yeah. I had to turn them off and do without subtitles, which is, uh, a, fu- is a kick to the nuts for me.
0: One thing. Uh, so we we established that there's these four boys. Yeah. We have John Very. Lorenzo, A.K.A. Shakes, yes, uh, Michael, and Tommy, and. They live in Hell's Kitchen, a, a favorite of, of movies, because guess what? It's a poor part of New York, but it's also, do you want to guess what I'm about to say, Justin? Give it to me. It's racially motivated.
1: Yes, I, I have in my <laughs> quote here, in my first note, first note, bro, old time movies feels here New York, a.k.a. the center of racism and misogyny.
0: <laughs> and also Hell's Kitchen is mostly white, so yeah. they love being like, we're poor and downtrodden. It's where the it's but where it's the, a movie, so we're also white. It's the hard
1: can, move. It's the place where the hard white people come <laughs> from, where you fear the white people more than the other races.
0: It's like it, like Hell's Kitchen. I just feel like Hell's Kitchen is Hell's Kitchen is the well, the Boston well, of New York. Well, yeah, it was a pop. I feel like there's a lot of movies that take place at
1: we are from Hell's Kitchen, so you know. Even though we're white, you know we're tough.
0: Yeah, it's like it's just funny. I literally today I googled like the ethnic breakdown of Hell's Kitchen, and it is to this day fifty five percent white. Yeah, I well, was like, "Damn!"
1: I, they did mention. I think Shakespeare did mention in his expedition that there were some Puerto Ricans that mm-hmm. there.
0: There are. It, there's a there's a subset of the Hispanic population, but <laughs> but one of them turns into someone from England eventually. <laughs> I'm gonna keep hinting at Mini Driver because I'm huh. baffled by that decision. It could have been like he would do disclosure. Like he did disclose. Why couldn't it be Selma Hayek or something? I, I don't get it. Oh, Selma uh, Hayek. Not that she didn't do a great job, but
1: Selma Hayek.
0: We get a speaking of subplots that go nowhere. We immediately established this undercurrent of abusive husbands just beating their wives, a misogyny. <laughs> like I said, that was a cool. That was a cool thing in the night Apparently. <laughs> This guy goes, I buried one wife, I'll bury another. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? This movie, we're three minutes into this movie. Yes. (laughs) We get... uh, Misogyny. But it doesn't really... So like there's and, an well, there's a there's an overarching current in this movie about like masculinity yes and like fragile masculinity and toxic masculinity is and, that uh, part of
1: the homophobia that Roger Ebert was talking about
0: to a certain extent in the sense that it's like but if, if you let a guy fuck you then you're not a real man or whatever yeah, but, but it don't go over that it's more
1: more of it is just well the only people that seem to display that is the boys' fathers like if anything they try to display that the four kids we saw are trying to be different than the norm.
0: Well, what's interesting about the movie and what's sort of, I I appreciate how subtle it is with the boys. They literally are like, I'd rather die than talk about what happened to us because they're so ashamed. And and it is like, it's tapping into what a lot of victims of sexual assault deal Mm -hmm. with is they're so ashamed Mm -hmm. that this happened to them that they don't speak out. And a lot of perpetrators rely on that. They rely on the fact that, oh, you're going to be too... Like, you don't want to say that I made you suck my dick, so you'll never talk. And it's like, Kevin Bacon should have been in jail fucking 15 years ago, but he just is just preying upon people Mm -hmm. that are too scared to speak out you know and there's this yeah, and there's this toxic masculinity of like the late 60s early 70s where it's like you just you just bury it all deep down and you never talk about it but then you also grow up to kill people <laughs> it's like and it's interesting like yeah, that's an interesting aspect of the movie that it's exploring and i don't know why roger Ebert was like this is bad i'm like no this is interesting like it, it kind of this is it, actually probably legit it kind of it's legit it's real and it also it kind of goes back to like when we were talking about Zack snyder where it's exploring something nuanced and complex Mm -hmm. and it's asking a lot of questions right and and that's i really appreciate that about the film uh but but i do i don't appreciate just like i get why they're showing the men beating the women like we literally see a guy whip a woman with a belt at one point uh and i was just like why but so bad I, i i because one of the best scenes in the movie but it doesn't really pay off is when jason patrick is like eating dinner with his family as a grown-up yeah and his dad's like still an abusive well, piece that, of shit well and that's you're...
1: where that's where i put out where there's so many <laughs> scenes where i feel like if there had to be more and they just, it was on the cutting room floor because yeah. the movie was
0: so long i huh? really think this should just been a tv show yeah uh, it... <laughs>
1: Maybe but, they'll redo it. They're doing that shit. Nobody has original ideas anymore.
0: That's true. So we get some like the kids hijinks, they none clacker. Can, can you make a TV show about
1: dudes, about kids getting raped and juvie though these days? Maybe. Maybe.
0: <laughs> that, that didn't sound so confident. I don't know. Like we got some, there's some studios that are willing to like take risks like A24 and stuff. But it. It's just like, It is so they, I really like this scene where they sneak into the confession booth. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. That's, I will admit, as a
1: kid, uh, while I can't remember what the scenario was, I thought the confession booth, uh, it was for somebody's wedding, I thought it was a changing area. (laughs) That's fine. Yes, very
0: embarrassing. And I was told it was not. I was like eight years old. This woman like pops in. So, John, I think it's John and uh, Shakes. They go in the confession booth, and this woman comes in, she's just like, I just, I can't, what's an Italian New York accent? I just keep sleeping with guys. Uh, some married, some not. I'm pregnant. I don't even, like, who's the father? She's like, fuck if I know. Thanks for listening, boys. I know you won't tell anyone. And they were like, they're like, what? Uh, they're like so embarrassed. We see De Niro. He, he visits Shakes, who's like eating an ice cream cone. he's like, so, heard you, um heard some confessions lately huh (laughs) de
1: De niro's good in this movie too like he is he plays it shows you how early in time it was where it wasn't awkward for a priest to have this relationship
0: but yeah yeah it's it's like in retrospect it's very funny it's not funny but it's it's weird to watch a movie where uh, the giant crux of the movie is these boys being abused but it has nothing to do with the church. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, uh, it, you know, ten, it showed, like I said, it shows you how early in the time it was where that wasn't really considered. Yeah, like, like 20 years later, we'd get something like spotlight where it's Twent- like De Niro would have been the villain <laughs> 20th century, bitch. <laughs> but De Niro's cool. He's yeah. all, he's also, uh, I'm not afraid to say it fucking hot. Uh, De Niro mm-hmm. is a handsome mm-hmm. man. And like this, he is just, man Z- zaddy. Yeah. There's something about it. It's in uh, the, the show fleabag as well. Like, something about like a priest who's like hot it's just like hmm hmm maybe it's taboo but hmm <laughs> and i noticed a lot of the uh uh Letterboxd reviews were like de niro can get it <laughs> i was like yeah yeah he can uh, but he's cool like like yeah. my because i didn't know where this movie was going my note says seems cool question mark i was like i just wait i was the whole movie i was waiting for a de niro heel turn yeah, but it, but it was like no, he's just a good guy. Father Bobby, always there for us. <laughs> he's like chain, Fa, he's father, chain smoking, but it's okay.
1: Father Bobby was always there for us. We uh, knew we
0: could count on him. Speaking of other B names, we meet King Benny. Uh, they <laughs> hear this story of this like this guy fucking rules. <laughs> I, yes. I love King Benny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, 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 <laughs> and my notes is uh,
1: how how nice the mob and the church, two of the most powerful organizations in the world.
0: <laughs> King Benny someone knocked his teeth out and and this is actually kind of a good because eventually this movie basically is uh, about revenge to a certain extent and so we sort of lay the groundwork of king benny it's like someone knocked his teeth out when he was like 15 or whatever and then eight years later he cornered the guy in a bathhouse and shot his balls off or no he didn't shoot his balls off he shot him in the legs and he's like now every time you Think of, you, I, can't remember, I can't remember how it goes. I don't remember either. Because he's like, every time I look in the mirror, I think about you. Now, every time you go to stand, you'll think about me or something like that. And then we see the actual King Benny, who just kind of owns a bar, and he's like Brian Fish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this guy's got... He's just got presents, yeah, you know? It's,
1: it's, in, it's, in a movie with all well, these heavyweights,
0: this guy has to be like the heaviest well, heavyweight. I, it's, it's a pretty big ass. Well, it's my
1: conspiracy theory of this, the Italian monster who's... I don't know if he really is, but he's playing an Italian. Like, he's mm. not this fucking oh bro, 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 like new york italian he's legit italian Yeah, he's like he had, legit italian and he has this presence where he talks about where he's just like it's like a scene with Dustin hobson where it's like you'll stay sober <laughs> i did rush i did a russian accent there people
0: i'm sorry my Italian's soft i was dying because that we'll get to that soon that's yeah oh funny. that's awesome uh, but so uh shakes starts working for king benny it's not really like it kind of kind of just establishes it so that when they're older shakes can kind of reach out to king benny yeah. but He's, he's like running money for King Benny. It, they pay off the cops and it's all that the, stuff. It's
1: the old school mob boss where they this feels were very, again. It feels this is where I was at Goodfellas, yeah, like Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very old school mob boss where they were. It's I feel like it's an older criminal idea where the mob the criminals weren't. They just wanted to make money, but they they looked out for people. I feel like it's
0: no. It's uh what's his well, name? Well, there's like a, they tell a story of like someone like hit a kid really bad and hurt him, yeah, and then yeah. they found him hanging. From a street light yeah.
1: later. Well, it's uh, yeah, no, no, it was the no. The drug dealer sold drug. Oh, he drugs. sold bad drugs. Yes, yeah, right. so they fucking hung him up, strung him up.
0: No, it's it's like you, you get the shot of his dad with his son, and they're looking at this guy hanging, and, and the dad's like, "See that? That's justice." And the kid, the
1: kid's like, "What yeah, the fuck?" It's, it's it's uh, Bumpy Johnson ha- uh, handing out Thanksgiving turkeys. You yeah, know, it's people who really under like they weren't. I don't know, there are people who wouldn't necessarily be bad people, but they had to be bad people to survive, I feel like. Yeah,
0: it's like you love King Benny, but you're also like, how many people has this man killed? (laughs) Well, it's just like The Wire.
1: My my favorite people to root for The Wire was fucking Wee How many fucking people do you think he
0: killed? Yeah, very Sopranos, it makes you feel conflicted, because Tony, that whole show was about feeling like it was humanizing Tony, Mm -hmm. and then also being like... This guy is a sociopath, psycho, and, like, you're wrestling with that all the time. Well, in
1: one scene, he kills his, person. next scene, he kills someone he knows just because, you know, he killed his horse or something.
0: Yeah, and speaking of killing, uh, Shakes gets shook down, (laughs) pun intended, by these two kids. And this random old man stumbles out of his shop and goes, what are you doing? Give him his bag back. And he's like, what are you going to do with them? He's like, what do you care? And he runs off. I'm like, and then you hear like two gunshots. I was like, this dude just gunned these two people down uh, was, for trying to steal a kid's bag. Like, I guess Hell's Kitchen's fucking yeah, it intense. Shows you, it, shows you,
1: it shows you how intense white people have to be, survive Hell's Kitchen.
0: I also just, I'm like, well, I, I I literally was like, is this one of King Benny's guys? Like, what's going on There's here? There
1: can, there, the... Honestly, all the exposition, the first like X amount before they get to the hot dogs. I'm kind of, yeah,
0: I'm kind of jumping, but like this and every almost every portion all, of the it, movie is narrated by Jason Patrick. Yeah,
1: it's the beginning of the film, like I like this movie, but looking back, I'm like, there's so much useless parts in here. Like, like do we really need like a full like 20 minutes of Jason Patrick dialoguing it with his Italian accent?
0: <laughs> and so, uh, we. So they, they all start working for King Benny. It doesn't really matter. I have a note here that just says the short kid is good. I think <laughs> I, I thought John was good. I liked yeah. him. He's just like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Like what's, he, he just was like nailing What you talking about here? <laughs> um, I just went Boston. <laughs> they're, they're playing basketball with, with father Bobby and he tells him he's like <laughs> telling this convoluted story about <laughs> Michelangelo. <laughs> and the only reason I note it is he's trying to tell them this inspirational story of a guy who came from nothing, who did something incredible. But John just caps it off. He's like, how long did it take him to paint the Sistine Chapel? He's like nine years or whatever. He's like, Nine years, he's like, I had a Puerto Rican guy paint my apartment in two days and he had a bum leg. I was like, that's a pretty good line. <laughs> slightly racist
1: slightly racist too, maybe.
0: Maybe. I don't know. He just he just referred to him as a Puerto Rican guy. Didn't, Very true. He didn't say anything bad about him. Very he, true. He's he actually impressed with his work. <laughs> there's so
1: there's so many moments where I'm like, oh, we all we gotta do is hit this and we hit it.
0: <laughs> but we'll get to that later, but yeah. There's a moment where right from this scene it's very jarring john's in the hospital suddenly because yeah. some dude like beat him it was his uh, like
1: it was his mother. It was yeah, his, it's like his, girl, his, his mom's. <laughs> yeah because robert de niro kind of shakes him down the street
0: yeah because my the reason i remember it is my note is robert de niro walks up he's like hey how you doing he's like what are you about 220 230 and and i was looking at this man i was like this man is not 220 pounds. This dude is fucking huge. Yeah. Like I was like, he's I, 220. My ass is he may, like five foot three? Maybe,
1: maybe, <laughs> maybe he's cutting weight because uh we talked about our one of our mutual friends had a fight recently that I was at, <laughs> and there was a pretty big fight. There was a guy who had literally arms the size of my legs, weighed in at 203 pounds. He cut
0: weight. I think this guy's 300 pounds easy. His yeah. his. His turkey gobbler <laughs> is huge. and yeah. But De Niro is just like, and what's John Wayne Like 80 pounds? He's, he's, he's a, not, he's a, not a, a featherweight. I think that's a fair fight. And the guy's like, he was mouthing off. I gave him a little slap. And then literally Father Bobby's just like, I will literally fucking kill you if you ever touch him again. I was like, yeah, De Father De Niro, Bobby. De Niro, man, he
1: fucking, he does it, man.
0: He's so good. He's, he's so good. intense. But it, it, It's just that it's that classic tough guy shit. Where it's so like matter of fact, where you're just like, oh, this guy will fucking kill me. Like,
1: and and it's another thing where I make I have a note where it's like, I feel like if anybody else had played like obviously the preacher, the priest who has a weird relationship with all these random kids, it'd be like too awkward. But Nero almost pulls it off. Where he's, oh yeah, yeah, he he pulls it off to where it never uh, feels weird. Yeah, no, yeah, he's very good at
0: it. He's just a great father figure for these people who have. Shitty fathers who abuse yeah. their or whatever you know or
1: beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, we get this scene where they're playing stickball. So I'm gonna mention it because this is where we establish Carla, who I'm gonna say Carl- it took me Carl- a or what's her name?
1: Is it many drivers
0: here? Yeah, it's Carol. Carol. We established this. I think she's supposed to be Puerto Rican.
1: I don't know what gr- she is. Girl I
0: know. in a wheelchair. So there's two things going. <laughs> she's Hispanic. She's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Later in the movie we will meet many drivers character who is not Hispanic. <laughs> Yeah, she's, And not her, in a wheelchair.
1: Her name is Carol Martinez. She's definitely supposed to be Hispanic. Uh,
0: and I, it took me a long time to realize this was supposed to be the same character. It wasn't until very late I in the movie that I've, I was like, wait, I've, is I've,
1: that the character? I've seen this more times than you. I didn't even know there was a correlation between that character
0: and Minnie Driver. The only reason I picked up on it is because they did so much work to establish her. I, I eventually was like, is she supposed to? On the second watch- How did they establish her in a wheelchair?
1: On the second watch, (laughs) I discovered that- the whole like x amount of time before the hot dog scene was so worthless it was hard for me to get into it because
0: that's the best part of the movie though what the, the uh, before the scenes yeah like i, 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 the, the, I, I when, they, when they're just like kids like being kids and yeah, bopping it's around good,
1: it's good but it's like, just it, like, it
0: lures you into this false sense of security where well, you're like oh like a coming I, of age I'm, tale on
1: the second watch though i think i well i knew what happened so it was like it was more like as i'm trying to watch this before i go to bed it's like let's get to it come on get past this let's get to it let's get to it but yeah we, I, I definitely liked it more probably the first couple times i watched it when i watched it fresh
0: but we meet carol i'm just gonna say we, we meet her there's yes. a lot of bullshit they lose the stickball game there's a guy they literally call fat man who i remember I, uh, my note oh, was my, is that the guy
1: from that that helps him out later
0: yeah oh i totally missed that also that but my note for fat man is what is this guy's race supposed to be? I don't, I I don't understand. He's
1: dark skinned, but he kind of has an Italian accent. His,
0: he's got a crazy accent, but he's yelling at them about losing to Hispanic kids. Uh, and so I was like, who was this? What is I'll happening just, right now? To
1: steal a quote from one of our favorite <laughs> podcasts from back in
0: the day, I'll say his accent is not
1: American. Not American.
0: <laughs> not at all. He's so mad at these kids for losing a baseball game. It's ridiculous. He's, like, chewing them out. And they're like, what the fuck, man? Chill out. But, so, they're hanging out. And they come up with a great scheme. This will not backfire in any way. Uh, They're hungry. So they're going to send Shakes to get a hot dog. He's going to get the hot dog, run away. At this point, the hot dog vendor has two choices. Either Chase Shakes down and leave his cart. Open for pillaging, or let the hot dog go. Win win for the kids, right?
1: I I write this. (laughs) This hot dog vendor does not understand things. Is (laughs) takes the job way too seriously. This this is a guy. This is a fast food guy who's yelling at you because you want an extra like a couple extra scoops on your subway sandwich.
0: I feel like this hot dog band is unrealistically dogged, but it's almost funny. But anyway, shake steals the hot dog. Long story short. This man chases him throughout all of New York while what? the kids pillage the his hot well, dog cart. Wonder
1: well, eats eats six eats easily <laughs> ten hot dogs to the one he's trying to save.
0: <laughs> he's just so and, mad. He also, also kind of looks like Artie from The Sopranos, which made me laugh. Yeah, maybe he uh, was. It's, but, it was. It was. It was definitely but, not him. But, but it, from <laughs> but from
1: Shake's perspective, I said this is a lot of work for a hot dog. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: The other two. The other kids. Not so much.
0: Yeah, so Shakes is just like, come on, man, give up. Uh, The kids, for some reason, decide they're going to steal the whole ass cart. Which
1: I have my notes, (laughs) worst idea ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, ends up becoming literally the worst idea ever, because basically, Shakes comes back, they have the cart, their plan is to dangle it over these stairs so that he'll have to grab it and leave them alone. Unfortunately, uh, their four child strength combined is not enough to... Keep this cart from crashing giant
1: down. Giant fucking hot dog Sam
0: <laughs> The cart goes flying down the stairs just as a man in suit and hat is t- turning the corner. Unfortunately, and he has
1: the. I will say, if he gets hit by this hot dog dead he must have the worst <laughs> reactions ever. He cannot go near uh He cannot go near a street because a car will hit him. Even if
0: it's parked, he cannot get out of the way. Yeah, our, our man's got zero reflexes. Yeah. But they did him a favor by almost killing him. <laughs> unfortunately for the kids. He gets smashed and they're in big fucking trouble (laughs) because they almost killed a man. They never confirm whether this guy dies. We just see him on like the ICU or whatever. Uh, But yeah, so they're in trouble. Yeah. And De Niro, like we get a really good scene where shakes goes to be an altar boy for De Niro, but it's sort of just under the guise of wanting to be like, I'm really scared right now. I don't want to go to jail. And De Niro's like, Sometimes you gotta face up for what you did, and and he's like crying, well, like like good, good scene. Yeah, it's a good well, scene.
1: They give him eighteen months in juvie. Is that excessive for? Cause I don't feel like intent was there to really give him a hard right. punishment. It seemed excessive, but you, it, I feel like it was at, it was a recent thing. Maybe about I say recent, maybe about ten years ago. They then they discover like some judges were would excessively punish kids so they could get kickbacks from the juvenile facility or something like
0: sure. that. Sure, and, and and I will say. We've not said it, but this movie initially is set in 1966. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> so we're dealing with 66 culture. The
1: dumbest of dumbest. <laughs>
0: um, I do feel I agree with you in the sense that it's like this was a complete fucking accident, but it is also like if they murdered a man. Oh yeah, getting yeah. like a because it was like it was maxed eighteen months, minimum a year or whatever. And then I was laughing because, like, Shakes is the initial perpetrator, but he gets like less of a sentence for some reason.
1: Well, because he <laughs> just, well, he just gets that he was trying to steal a hot dog. He wasn't in on any of the scene where they actually assaulted a man.
0: Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I do think it's excessive, but it is, I don't know. And, and but he, and even though they get sentenced like a year and a half, the judge, it's almost like an expo dump line where he's like, if it wasn't for father Bobby, yeah. I'd be coming down even harder on you guys. But he said, which, apparently you guys don't suck. So I don't believe it. Which but. I feel
1: like if you had a priest really going bat for you, they would let him off lighter. I feel like,
0: yeah, but they guess, I guess, you know, like people in certain positions, they probably don't see these juvenile facilities as really all that. Yeah. Mad. Very true. And you know, he has like a good well, it, narration line where he's like, you know, they presented it how they wanted to present. It just looked like an academy. Well, or yeah. A yeah school. They, they have
1: classes and shit. It's, yeah, it's right up there with uh, Cameron Poe getting all those years for murder or homicide.
0: <laughs> well, it just feels like... Th- it probably seems like they're just getting sent to some sort of white-collar yeah. crime facility. Yeah, where They're uh, yeah, just like, you. oh, they're just going to hang out and like... Which, on, the,
1: on this watch, I, I didn't even know there were actual classes there, which...
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's this thing. They try to establish this, te- this teacher character gets well, one this, scene. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's enough. There's so many scenes inside the Jew facility where I feel like this there had to be more cut from this. Well... There's another big one that...
0: The Juby Center is two, three episodes easy. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's so much that happens there. like. <laughs> but yeah, we'll continue on about... So we they're sentenced and everything. Well, you're the hostess, so you continue. <laughs> uh,
0: they go to the Wilkinson home for boys. Wilkins- <laughs>
1: I hear Wilkinson... Just watch this movie, I hear Wilkinson, and it gives me va- bad vibes. I said, it's it's I about, not good. I always said bad vibes. Wow, I've been there's drinking.
0: A, like one of my notes later is just that... Cause, Basically, Father Bobby goes to bat for them, and in theory, presumably, they were looking at, like, hard time. Yeah. And he's, like, got it reduced down to, oh, you're just going to go to this home for boys. It's fine. It's not going to be that bad. You just do your year and deal with it. Not a big deal.
1: Even without the guards, I mean, Shakespeare gets gets his ass beat fucking 10 minutes into being there.
0: Well, Michael does get his ass beat. Uh, Oh, yeah. It it
1: wasn't... like I said, I, I couldn't tell the four kids apart. I apologize.
0: <laughs> I was able to eventually. They did, I they did an okay I fi- job.
1: I figured out towards the end, Michael is, the, no, John is the really small one. Shakes is the dark-haired one. The tall, lighter-haired one is Michael. Yeah. And obviously, by elimination, the other one's uh, Tommy.
0: Tommy is the most unremarkable, for yes. sure. And yeah. he also is but, probably the most ass-on kid, in my opinion. <laughs> I
1: don't even re- remember him. Uh, <laughs> the only kids I remember is Shakes, because he does the most, but- I will also say they did a good job picking kids that look similar to their adult characters, I will say. Not a bad
0: job. Not yes. a bad job Tommy, w- as as, I, I will say.
1: As, as on as Tommy was, I knew who he was supposed to be for the minute. He looked very similar to Billy Crudup.
0: The guy they picked for John was a little baffling. I was Ron, like, Ron, I don't see how that's who he grows up to be. Ron Eldard? Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> He's great, but I was like, how is that, John? And then I will say- well, well, that's I, what, I have a note later that's like, Jason Patrick looks like shit. I have a hard time believing he's supposed to be 27. I looked it up. He's 30 when this movie films. Oh, damn. Which I was like, I would never in a million years have put him well, at that's, 30. Well Ron, <laughs> well, Ron Eldar being uh, John
1: is why I thought there for a while the taller, lighter-haired guy, Michael, was John. Because mm. that makes sense. Because, okay, Jack, that's a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy. That makes sense. But
0: Yeah, Michael is ends up being Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, that kid, that kid glowed up. I love how they make
1: Brad Pitt the guy who wants no pussy whatsoever.
0: Well, well, I mean, I don't think any of them can. Well, good point. Yeah, they.
1: You probably have some. You have. You're probably very apprehensive to sex after that whole issue. Which yeah, I have some notes about shakes later, which we'll probably disagree with. But uh
0: it's just well, it's interesting because it's like, yeah, that would fuck you up for yeah, life. Oh, we fuck yeah. Uh, and like, you would have such a horrible relationship with.
1: Oh. Which, which they all do obviously because th- many driver spoiler fucks all of them almost
0: <laughs> and like through sheer force of will because yeah. they, they're not interested like no the- <laughs> well she doesn't fuck
1: shakes because shakes probably she full-on puts the full court press towards shakes and he does everything he can to avoid it's like
0: yeah they have a really horrific relationship with it because of yeah, what happened I to can them be- i can believe and it again I, I like the subtlety it's of the, what... the movie doesn't spell it out but it's showing you like yeah they're carrying this well into they're, their adult lives. They're fucked. <laughs> uh, I mean, hell, two two of the people are killing people. Yeah, just full. He's got five bodies. To it. just this is very dry. Jason, it's 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 not the worst narration I've ever heard, but it's also he, like <laughs> he, he he killed the first man
1: at seventeen. He drank. He smoked. He he killed puppies.
0: Just the most ridiculous. I like what I remember with with John. He's like he did. He had like a specific drug that he did. He smoked uh, weed and did, then, and then like when, did when, co- when, had a bad cocaine habit. And then when they go to, Tom, they go to Tommy, he did drugs, <laughs> just drugs in general.
1: <laughs> like, get Jason out of here. He's done too much exposition. <laughs>
0: get out. But so they go to the home. Uh, let's see what my notes say. Cause this is a good, yeah. So, my- so yeah, really right away. It's just shakes is in his room. Kevin Bacon walks up, and we have one of the most uncomfortable scenes in I cinema. Have, happen? I <laughs> have
1: most uncomfortable scene ever. <laughs> and the only, and, and, uh, they the just, only thing, <laughs> the only scene maybe more uncomfortable is from a cinephobe classic, the rape scene in Showgirls.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's that's a pretty hard one too. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Bacon, and he's smoking. He, he comes he's, up, and he's just like, he's, and he, even the like, he's he's he, Kevin Bacon, so he sounds a certain way. But he's Let definitely putting on a little bit of a voice for this movie, too. I, I said he's trying.
1: It's. He's. I said he. I said he's going. He's really committing to this pedo look. <laughs> but like I said, I feel it. Like then. Then I want. I read the IMBD
0: and saw Willem Dafoe was concerned for the part. I feel like he's trying to be Willem Dafoe here. A little bit. Cause Willem Dafoe's like, wow, what are you gonna do, Spider Man? And, and. And Kevin Bacon's you, just you like.
1: You think You think you're so full of it. You can. I can just <laughs> see like boys there are
0: rules and, and kevin bacon's like them. you gotta follow them like it's it's there for sure but it's just like because c- again i knew there was like abuse in this movie at some point but kevin bacon just he's like strip and, and they just hold on and he's like taking drags from the cigarette and they love uh, and, and credit to them they're not showing like child nudity or anything crazy uh, but they just love hanging on kevin bacon's face while he's just Clearly enjoying this power trip of making this kid strip, he's like, "Am I supposed to lose my drawers too?" He's like, "Drop them," and then now what? Get dressed, and he walks away, and then just immediately starts in on the next kid. You see him like walk up to the next cell, and you're just like,
1: "What the fuck?" It's like I texted you when you said you wanted to do this movie. I said, (laughs) "We're gonna have a hard time making this funny (laughs) because it's super
0: serious," and and I will like I said. Like legitimately, I'm kind of joking a little bit, but like mad props to Bacon for, do he went fucking yeah, all well, in. It's, it's an all in that you, 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 you have to commit. If you're going to take a role like this, you better commit. And he yeah. is, I mean, again, this is, it's one of those things where it's hard to watch, but I'm like top 25 villain of all
1: time. It's bad.
0: Uh, like he's one of the most despicable yeah. people I've ever seen in cinema. Yes. To the point where I was almost like, this guy's, like, so irredeemable, I don't even, like, I can't even comprehend this guy. Which,
1: we must have immediately (laughs) went to all the guards, because I said, damn, Michael Weston's one of the bad guys. (laughs) The next
0: vote, damn, Tim McMahon's the pedo too." Yeah, my note says, holy shit, burn notice.
1: (laughs) Which, I I, I didn't want to make a, I didn't want to question, I was like, what do you think led to these four men discovering they have similar interests? I,
0: I think, well... You know, and they always say, like, sexual violence is more about power than sex and blah, blah, blah. I, I really do think it was just, yeah, we can do this, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah, we can well, do this.
1: I, 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 <laughs> I, had, I had a funny, I had a uh, one to go back to. Oh, I went back to, because I feel like.
0: <laughs> I will, and Also, hey, what did all these guards have in common? They're white. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Because it was just like, the movie's so dark. I'm just looking for any sort of, like, yes. light in the tunnel. Yeah, I, I when, told when, you this. When, when the black guard comes in we'll and like later. saves them i was just like laughing because just even his entrance and they're like but the black guard is cool oh, and i yeah. was
1: like he yeah, has one of the best lines either too we'll get to that later but no i just have like we're almost I,
0: there because those
1: yeah those two things i thought about as they as i thought about how did these four men gather was there uh it brings me back to uh i just getting the julia styles episode the season of dexter where she was in where uh, I can't remember who it was, uh, the one the one guy who had, like, just had a powerful pull on his friends where he could make them do things. Sure, sure, I yeah. somewhat wondered if Kevin Bacon had that on the rest of them. That, like, motivational speaker yeah. guy. Yeah, and then. Well, he's,
0: like, the one that Julia Stiles is after.
1: Yes, yes. And then I wondered, then it, the funny part of it, just imagine the four of them at lunch one day, just, like, Kevin Bacon says, Boy, did you see that one new kid coming here? And then another one, he looks pretty good. It's just total <laughs> uncomfortableness of them just relishing all the new kids coming in
0: well there's like a scene where they're marching them down to the the rape shack yeah and they're and they're griping about their shifts to each other i was
1: like oh it's very (laughs) it's a lot of scenes where Levinson obviously like tries to like show you like how bad these people are so
0: bad well there's a note i have later when the guy breaks down on the stand i was like I'm supposed to think this guy has empathy or yeah, sadness. That, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> like, and he's like, I was a, I was drinking a lot then. I'm like, yeah. it would almost be more like you would have to be such a sociopath to do what they did. Especially, and especially that's that's a, like that, that, I think that, that's that. like uh, one of my notes is like my suspension of disbelief is leaving right yeah, now. Yeah, I had a couple notes
1: too. <laughs> well, that was well, that was Mac- Tim McManus. Where it was the one scene where after he. uh. I think he went to John's uh cell, he walks out just carrying a bottle and is like he just fucking walked out of a whorehouse.
0: Yeah, it's so brutal.
1: Yeah, there's so it, many uncomfortable scenes in this movie. And and they
0: do such a good job of casting John because he's so little and you know that he's like so vulnerable and they just completely take advantage of that. Yeah. Uh it, it's man's it's fucking Which brutal. maybe
1: that's why they made him like bigger in his grown up life and how he had to overcome all the shit he took as a smaller
0: Yeah, show. I mean there's definitely his persona. Yeah. It just I almost kind of wish he had been like a more Joe Pesci type -hmm. character where he was still little, but he just had such a fucking big personality. Uh, he was like a faultful on like hell's angels biker. Dude. I was like, bruh, (laughs) my man got big. I guess he just hadn't hit his growth spurt yet. Uh, but so they're walking, uh, they're in like lunch hall. Michael's coming back to the table. Some really big kid slaps his tray out of his hands. He's like, what the fuck did you do that for? He's like, you were too close to me. I don't want you and your fucking creep friends near me or whatever. Michael just fucking decks. To- yeah. I was like, such a bad idea. Yeah. Just it hits him in the face. He gets his shit fucking rock. And again, you know, like, yes, the movie's long and it could be, this movie could be under two hours if it really wanted to be, but it could also be a TV show. Uh, yeah. but Kevin Bacon is the guard on duty. He wanders up and sees this fight breaking out and he just fucking lets it Go for a while, just clearly enjoying it. Ew. Finally, breaks it up. Michael's all fucked up. He's like, "Go back to eating." He's like, "Nothing's going on." He sends what the kid who started the not started. I mean, Michael kind of started the fight by punching the dude, but sends the one kid back to his room. And then, uh, you know, props to the movie. I was like, I was not expecting this, and I was just like clutching my chair when it happened. Well, eat your lunch. And he's like, "I'm not hungry." He's like, and basically. I mean, I'm dancing around. Kevin Bacon makes these four kids get down on their hands and knees and eat the food off the floor. And it, my, it's fucking brutal. In
1: my nose, <laughs> I don't care how scary it is. I'm not eating that. <laughs> What's funny is like there's <laughs> and like Kevin Bacon. You like you see him kick yeah. something. Here's you, food, here's, want, here's some fucking bread. You eat bread with your food. <laughs> it's
0: so brutal.
1: And then we, and then we get the black guy you talk yeah, about. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so go on. No, please, you say it. So yeah, then we get this uh black guard who obviously works a different shift to uh Kevin Bacon. He stops what Bacon's doing, and he has the of all the ba- has the most badass line in this entire movie <laughs> where Kevin Bacon stares at him and says, Don't fuck with me, and he looks at Kevin Bacon back, and this guy's ten times the size of Kevin Bacon, too. <laughs> yeah. And he looks at him and says, No, Noakes, fuck with me. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> and I my note is this black guy is a badass, and we never see him again.
0: Yeah, we do never see him Which again. Which this,
1: I feel like they had to cut a scene from him because yeah, he seen he comes on there, and it, like I said, just the whole don't fuck with me, no fuck with me,
0: please. Because like Kevin Bacon says something as he's leaving, he's like In- he's like we'll make this up later, and he says something like I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, and you're like okay, he's cool never see him yeah again.
1: you think he's gonna be the someone who try who tries to save the kid but never see him again it's like and, yeah i i i love i'm sorry i'll repeat again i love that line where it's like don't fuck with me where kevin bacon's like because he's obviously on a power trip with these kids sure, sure. trying to be a badass to this guard and this guard's like no fuck with me i'm an, i'm an adult <laughs> like i'll
0: i'll hit you back you can't scare me and as what will become a reoccurring theme through this horrible chunk of the movie is anytime the boys get any moment of relief it is immediately followed up by infinitely more horrific shit because yes. it basically just cuts straight to them being marched to what i have affectionately dubbed the rape shack yes. of the there's like this underground uh fenced-in area where they just n- no, no one will hear the kids i guess i don't know
1: Man, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna go you can cut this if you want. I have an awful joke here. Oh boy. It's where Kevin, it's where Kevin Bacon sells the kid's like, what do you want? Kevin Bacon goes, a blowjob. I said, I said, this is sad, but he went to Julie for a hot dog. Now he's getting a hot dog he wants nothing to do with. That's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. It's like and then I said you could call it a bacon wrapped hot dog. <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> I was shocked by the bluntness of it yeah. like i thought they were going to kind of dance around it a little bit but then he just was like what do you what the fuck do you want and he just goes a blow job and he just like says it really matter of factly and i was like what uh, and then yeah so guys guess yes. what i'm not going to dwell on this the, the guards are rapists
1: yeah, uh, they I, just are full on rapist and then i have a question <laughs> you, i t- have you seen any part of oz no okay well I have here, suppose Shake does a Tobias Beecher, which I think is the second season of Oz. Tobias Beecher is one of the main characters at the beginning of this lawyer who's in over his head in prison. Through some of this, getting raped several times, he becomes this hardened criminal. And in season two, this this criminal tries to rape him by forcing him to give him a blow job. Tobias Beecher's reaction, he starts the blowjob, then. Effectively bites off this prisoner's member. I'll sure. call
0: it. And I just feel like I would never have the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's one of those things where I,
1: you could never, never know what to do in that situation. But just for fun, because that's what this podcast is about, kids, I, I have. If, if he went to Tobias Beecher, how would Kevin Bacon explain how that happened? Might die. I feel like
0: you yeah. could die from yeah.
1: that oh, easily. Oh, uh, oh and, and Oz, the guy had to go to the freaking infirmary to get recovered. But
0: I just like the amount of blood that you would lose, and they're all the way down <laughs> in this fucking basement and shit. Like I don't I know. Mean, yeah. So
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you, I, I, I don't if you're in a situation where you have to buy a man's dick off, it's a situation you never want to be in, obviously, but...
0: Oh, and I, I want to preface by saying, like, I'm not blaming any of them. Please. No, no, neither am <laughs> neither am It's
1: just, a, I just thought about it. I was like, how would... It's Ke- a thought
0: that entered my head, too. How
1: would Kevin Bacon explain that as to why this kid <laughs> bit his dick off and his rape? check
0: yeah for sure
1: it's just something yeah. to think about is all i think i
0: i had a tiktok come up recently of a key and peel sketch where peel visits or key visits peel who's in jail and he's like i just want to let you know we really appreciate you doing the time he's like mm, yes it has been very interesting he's like i just want to you know since you're in here there's this guy named seven inch that we're looking for maybe you could take him out he's like, oh i know seven inch very well." And he's just like, oh, you know him? He's like, do you think you can get time with him? He's like, in fact, I'm seeing him tonight. <laughs> he's like, word? He's like, it's like, we need you to take him out. Do you have any plan or whatever? He's like, I could bite his dick off. You think you can get close enough to bite his dick off? I'm pretty confident that I could. <laughs> like, it's such a random sketch, but it made me think of it. Uh, uh, key and Peel, yeah. they're, they're fucking goaded. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like Kim Peele? You like Kim Peele, fan? I, I,
1: I. They have some funny sketch. In my experience with watching them, of a thirty-minute show, they will have one or two funny sketches. The other are not funny sketches, and they will go on forever. I feel like.
0: I mean, with sketch comedy, yes. not everything's gonna not, hit. Not, ev- not, not every, ev- every Mad TV sketch well, was the funniest thing ever.
1: Uh, not every. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> bad thing is my favorite sketch comedy is Chappelle Show, where Dave Chappelle would not. He would get laughs on every sketch, most
0: of them, yeah. yeah. So that's a bad thing to
1: compare it to, but
0: yeah, just I mean, yeah, show shows mean, probably one of the greatest sketch comedy yeah, shows it's, ever. It,
1: it's the greatest, in my opinion. But yeah, but yeah, which is funny because I can't remember uh, Felicia found on TikTok the one where uh, where they're texting each other and they're misreading the text. Where it's I watched it, and I died laughing. Where it's, where it's just like, yeah,
0: whatever you want to do. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. Like, oh, how considerate. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. It's on? It's on? Oh, it's so on, motherfucker.
1: First, first round's on me. There ain't gonna be no fucking round. It's gonna be a fucking street fight.
0: <laughs> Which is so funny, because it's like, I feel like I've been in those conversations. Yes. I don't know, that, that's like, that's a, any text with me and my lovely fiance <laughs> Uh So, the kids—they've been used and abused. It's horrible. Father—they—they they have like a thing where they basically say, "Oh, we told none of our parents to visit because we couldn't face them, but we couldn't get Father Bobby to not visit." Get this pretty emotional scene with Father Bobby and Shakes, yeah. where Shakes is clearly yeah. like,
1: "Yeah, yeah, everything's it's, fine." Which, once again, <laughs> it's just my inexperienced situation. Uh, they said the guards would repri- would make him face consequences. I say. I would have to say something. What could be worse than me? A 14 year old blow up to all of these guards.
0: I know. I feel
1: like, God damn. that was bad. I apologize.
0: <laughs> but it, it's yeah. what they are. Um, I had that same thought. You, that's what I think is really interesting about this movie. Like I said, the shame and the, yeah, uh, where they just, they can't it, even say it. What's happening and, to them.
1: And like you said, it's the sixties where it's like, come on now. It's like, I just imagine their Italian. fathers like, you, been a, you let a man rape you? Yeah. What kind of man are you?
0: Which again is like, I feel like why they kind of established that through line with yeah. that. But it's like, I don't know, I'm like watching the movie and it's hard not to like, obviously our sympathies are with our yes. main kids. Yes. And so you put yourself in their shoes and you're like, it, what, what would I do? Because I, I was thinking like, what would I do mm-hmm. if I was in that situation? I'm like, I'm 13. I don't know. I'm just a you, kid. Yeah, like, I just
1: You're definitely uh, hoping that they get like i think you're hoping they get bored of you i don't know
0: like there's a part of me that's like no i just like tell de niro like i like please god i'm not lying to you like they are literally doing the most horrific shit you can imagine i also
1: (laughs) think that they have a connection with a with a mob boss king benny you can't tell yeah like king benny can't wax his guards for you
0: yes i I don't know it's tough but it also again it speaks to the masculinity and the shame and all that stuff yeah i agree
1: i agree with that as well which i feel like what roger and just as an audience member
0: you're you're dying for him to say something yes you want
1: you want (laughs) to stop as much as they do because the fucking movie's getting uncomfortable
0: yeah and so it's tough he keeps his mouth shut i think my like my note says father de niro visits and then my next note says more rape i think so i guess i had
1: (laughs) <laughs> i have uh well i have uh i said i'm sorry but i feel in today's world people wouldn't be comfortable with de niro's relationship with these kids mm. and then i if i went with up after watching de niro like obviously try to give some com- try to give some reassurance to shakes i said i take that back de niro pulls the shit off
0: yeah he's good he's so good uh, when this. they're like hugging he's like i never wanted to let him go and i'm yeah. like man yeah of course yeah. you feel like comforted in that moment <laughs>
1: well they well, they obviously sh- tried to show De Niro as obviously they. I think they portrayed De Niro as a former of uh, like mob guy who a little a, bit,
0: yeah. They tried well, when to sh- he when he visits him, he's like, "Yeah, I visited a guy on the way here. He's he's in jail for killing three people." And Shakes is like, "Oh, all your friends in jail?" He's like, "More than I care to admit." And he's yeah. just like, "It's so He's like, "Really?" <laughs>
1: like when <way> De Niro <laughs> just kind
0: of like shakes off, like, "Yeah, I've done some shit. You're really good friends with this guy." He was my best friend. And I was just like, God damn. Well, but, it, but it's so, it mirrors the future relationship well, um, of these boys where they have Tommy and John's back, even yeah. though they're like fucking murderers. Yeah. Well, and stuff. it also goes to
1: show what well, I think they're trying to show is like how they see other, obviously their fathers are all a piece of shit because they, they are misogynistic and they're beating women. And it's like, no, they like Father Bobby because he's a fucking real man. Mm-hmm. He fucking sticks by his people. He fucking, he'll he fucking threatens a guy, I'll fucking kill you if you touch that kid again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, he's a re- he's like a- their father figures are yeah. King Benny and Father Bobby. Yeah, real, and shit. <laughs> real men who do,
1: who were willing to do fucked up shit, but they, they have morality of, somehow. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of someone who seems to have morals, their teacher, uh, yeah. we meet this man one time. He never shows up. I again, get again. <laughs> this. Is, I feel like he had more scenes,
1: but they cut it. This is what the blacks, black, black guard. <laughs> Which I feel like we could have less rape scenes the more the black guard trying to stick up for them. I feel like
0: I feel like he knew what was going on, and, and I was like, man,
1: like he didn't like you want to root for them. Cause like I said, fuck with me, please. <laughs> like, but then like he doesn't do anything else. Yeah, and how is the shift dynamic to where because he says Noakes, your shift's up, but yet Noakes and the four and the other guys have a shift where they can take the kids to a rape shack how's that yeah work? i
0: don't know what that like plot holes plot <laughs> holes so he there's a count of monte cristo thing i'm not going to dwell on it it's, it's whatever i'm sure there's more interesting thematic stuff to dive it's, from it it's i'm going to skip straight to football yes uh, yeah, this. we get a full-on the longest yard section of yes. the movie
1: <laughs> which they're they're explaining the scenario and my note is could any teenager be a team of adults <laughs> and then my next note is no, my next thing is, never mind, I just saw Kevin Bacon throw a football.
0: <laughs> so, I was like, this is
1: the worst editing ever. Kevin Bacon throws this football like a 110-pound cancer patient, drilling up every amount of energy in his back to slowly <laughs> lift the football, and it cuts to a tight spiral going to a guard. <laughs> the worst bit of sports editing I've ever
0: seen in my life. Yeah, my... Mine- like to sum up what happens in this football section, so there's it's a really long section where they think this is their one chance to quote hit back and do all this stuff because the guards play the kids in just sort of like a scrimmage football game. Why they do it, I have no clue. I feel I, like this I,
1: is, this is more of uh Kevin Bacon and his guards wanting to assert dominance. I, I guess.
0: Think. So they there's this kid Rizzo. Which I which I wrote. <laughs> How lovely. The black kids get at sports. And he has an Italian name, so you know he's cool. <laughs> yeah. So Michael, look at this, this insane scene where Michael's like trying to convince yeah. Rizzo to be
1: Where it's like, they don't fuck with you. But if we beat them with you, they might fuck. Like, I don't see where Rizzo has the motivation to do this. I don't which, either. And, and, which, and, and, and of course, which, which I also have in my note talking about people oh, shit, Eugene Burr from 8 Mile. <laughs> I know this guy as well. It's, it's one of those 90s movies where you watch, it's like, oh, shit, this
0: guy's a young actor. But my notes are, football, you're going to die, motherfucker, which is like Kevin Bacon gets leveled by somebody and then goes, you're going to die, motherfucker. Well, and, uh, well, and,
1: <laughs> I love in the beginning because I always said, I feel like racism coming at some point, and Tim, it, not even a man in the football game, Kevin Bacon calls uh, Eugene Burr a racial slur.
0: Does uh, he? oh
1: yes which i said in my notes i said racism i knew was coming
0: <laughs> um my my other note says why would they ever do this lol because <laughs> they they basically what like i said there's a reoccurring theme in the segment of they have a moment of triumph bad shit follows well, it, you and, do, <laughs> and what
1: sucks is you you start to root for eugene bird's character because especially the scene where he fucking just just torching these unathletic white guards. And he looks at them, <laughs> None of you motherfuckers can guard me.
2: Yeah. And it's like,
1: like, I just imagine like uh, some NFL wide or even some division three college wide receiver being playing with the Kevin Bacons of football. And I mean, just, he's
0: torching them yes. and, and like theoretically they, they fuck the guards up. They win, but they're fucking throwing uh, fucking forearm shivers left and right. It's uh, yeah. They're like just full on assaulting each it other. It doesn't on the make sense.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make sense how this, how they can do this. I I literally,
0: I literally shrugged in the sixties, uh, (laughs) but
1: this uh, this is like, this is the most unbelievable part of the movie is what I said in my notes. It's just like, why did they think they could do this without repercussions? Yeah.
0: I don't know. And, and And the thing that's really fucked up about this movie, like extra level fucked up is guess who ends up paying the ultimate price for this?
1: Eugene bird. The, which I, which I, Riz, Rizzo, which is in my, in my, in my nose I said, Damn, they did Wink Dirty. Wink is his character in Eight Mile. Okay. Do you remember him in that movie? Not
0: well, but
1: he's, I, he's the guy who tries to befriend Eminem constantly, but ends up fucking Brittany Murphy.
0: Okay. You. Yeah. You remember, you see it now in the face and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He looked really familiar to me, but, yes. but yeah. So basically, it's like this guy was doing just fine in this facility and, for boys and then these boys were like hey you're really athletically gifted we should beat the guards and then the guards were like hey you beat us we're gonna beat you to beat death yes because <laughs> uh, guess what they beat
1: Rizzo to death <laughs> which I have in here which this is a very 90s thing I feel like you and Rio was like did they create this storyline just so they could kill a black character
0: <laughs> I mean it like kind of pays off with bunk Like yeah, it's it so does. weird it uh, but i just feel like i just like wouldn't that live on your conscience forever fuck yeah you just fucking (laughs) if you like talk this kid into like torching these guys and then they fucking killed him (laughs) not just kill him they beat him to
1: death till he doesn't move in their expression
0: uh it's so brutal yeah Uh, the other kids get beat pretty bad too like two of them end up in like the fucking icu yeah like shakes wakes up in in the hospital and michael's there he's like Hey, what's up, chicks? Like, yo, what John, the fuck, <laughs> John Tommy on the other side? uh This is where we get the scene where they're at, like they're playing like dominoes or something, and they basically all go, "Yo, when we're out of here, we're never gonna fucking talk about this again." And I was like, I think you should talk about it. I but, know, but uh, that's <laughs> but what, again, it's you like got, the you theme get, of the movie. You get, you get, you get
1: understand it, where it's like, I'm not talking about this. You're not, ta- and then it's like you well if you're not talking about it i'm not talking about this it's just it's, yeah, it's something like, like that- michael
0: and, and john and john's getting the worst of it oh yeah and they like good makeup yeah. department stuff he's got like huge bags under his well, eyes because uh, well, like they're like they, fucking john and they up. definitely <laughs> try to point out too where
1: the i think we passed over just, they talk about how where shakes talks about how the kids that cried in the night and the wailing and all the stuff like that he talks about like, I never heard worse than when Guard Ferguson visited John in his cell. Yeah, which is and like, is
0: the creep. It was another creepy scene where it's not quite. As, John's eyes are just like purple. You know, he's not sleeping and yeah. stuff. And John's like, I don't ever want to fucking talk about this again. Well, like, th- eh, this is what one of them. Said, right. It's
1: like I just want to sleep one night where I don't have to worry about who's coming in my room.
0: Yeah, Shakes like we said, he gets out earlier than the boys. It's his last night, and of course he's awake, and then. So I didn't even hear the, the key turn in the lock or whatever. And Kevin, Bacon, it's just so brutal. It's just like the movie, like watching this movie is an experience because I'm sitting there and Kevin Bacon walks in. He's like, We all wanted to say goodbye to you on your last night. It's like he's like literally six hours away from leaving this place. And they're like, you know what would be a great idea? Let's go gang rape this kid one last time. It's so fucked up. It's, like It's just I, like next level I fucked up. I warned <laughs> you how serious this movie was. It's, it was, it's fucking brutal, man.
1: It's <laughs> definitely it's definitely a hard rewatch. You really got to <laughs> like the actor's performances
0: to rewatch it, man. On
1: the slight plus side,
0: after that, we just flash forward to 1981.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is where we get some more Shakespeare's position about these two fellows who walk into the room and- we all go into it we approach one of the best scenes i've seen in a while oh
0: okay so yes. yeah it's so uh they're they're he's being a little coy about it but we'll eventually learn this, yeah. this is john and tommy which they're which, they're the leaders of the west side boys supposed, or whatever it's supposed
1: to be the it's supposed to be like the southeast people of Boston. It's it's really this weird thing where they don't know whether they want their main characters to be New York or Boston. So they go in the middle.
0: Interesting moment where they come up to the bar and these two old fat yes. bucks are like talking about Reagan. And they're like, hey, go give them a drink and tell them we don't like conservatives here. And yeah, I was which, like, what?
1: That's, I have stoked on that too. I said, I said, um, I said, we're saying, I'm like, and now we've attacked politics on the point. We're hitting every touchy subject in the book on this. And then I said, There's no way two white hitmen from Hell's Kitchen are Democrats.
0: (laughs) That's what I thought, too. (laughs) But then I was like, props to these old fat fucks where they take their drinks and go, cool like they don't even leave they're just like yep we'll shut the fuck up all right i was like okay well, good for them well, they, they
1: go well i think shakes covers that everybody knows who john and tommy are at this point
0: <laughs> yeah and like john's got like a full-on fingerless glove on and shit <laughs> they're like literally in like all leather it's like pre-matrix shit yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's so and funny the, well, and then
1: even I, I don't know who would do this but john before we get to the part i love John says to Tommy, "Order me something." I'm going to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> is that a normal conversation you have with your friends? I guess. Order me something.
0: When he comes back, like Tommy lays it all yeah, out. Yeah. I ordered and, you this, and I know you like that fucking soda bread. So, but I no, got we that.
1: get we get to my favorite scene in the movie. John is walking to the bathroom, and he catches Kevin Bacon out the corner of his eye, and full
0: on stops and
1: stares at him in a oh shit moment. And by the way, get,
0: this movie establishes these adults in like 1966 and says, yeah we're barely gonna age them up they're just gonna kind of look the same yeah like everyone all the adults look exactly yeah. the same like, yeah. like 12 uh, yeah. years later they, they tried
1: to age Kevin Bako but they make him like look longer different. hair yeah that's about it and, but no
0: De-, uh, De Niro gets a little <laughs> dash of De Niro's gray. the worst one of them all he looks exactly the same I'll give you De Niro but no uh, no, well, even like uh fucking uh shakes his dad he yeah looks that was exactly bad too the fucking same uh, it's so hey, funny hey Italian
1: don't age okay
0: but anyway well, uh, that was when I was like does Jason Patrick look like shit is this not supposed to be that far in the future they look so old yeah it's
1: bad. <laughs> but, but, but I mean hey if you have the if you've been fucked in a fucking jewel I feel like you would age quickly probably
0: yeah yeah it's a fair point fair but point. anyway
1: so we get to my favorite scene in the entire movie yeah One, a, a good scene John is walking to the bathroom and he catches Kevin Bacon at the corner of his eyes and full on just starts staring at him while there is mu- with this weird song going in the background and it's playing together and stares them one at the Kevin Bacon looks at him said what the fuck do you want or some something that similar and John this I thought this was good too this badass hitman who's killed X amount of people according to our man shakes Lorenzo I think that's his name right
0: Lorenzo L- Lorenzo's his first uh, name oh
1: Lorenzo shakes Lorenzo uh, call him uh, you, people would call him shakes Lorenzo let's not get too <laughs> detailed about this <laughs> but anyway this this badass hitman. Who, after seeing him and goes to the bathroom and has to throw water on his face as he has this look of fear, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to prepare himself for this. Lorenzo and shakes... You won't be able to pronounce it. <laughs> Carcatera. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> but anyway, John throws water. Yeah, he shook. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, imagine the trauma that had to be forced to where
0: you're killing people and... And we get some, like, pretty on those flashbacks yeah uh maybe not necessary but... no negative not necessary no we should left those up the... yeah it's like we we, we get it we yeah. just we we uh guess what one scene ago we saw kevin bacon visiting shakes at his cell mm-hmm. we get the point uh
1: <laughs> but yeah so 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 uh ron eldard aka john riley i like ron Eldar, he's a good actor walks back and has like I said tommy's giving him a thing like i owed you the brisket on, on i love uh, this
0: moment because he's tommy's going so into the food and then john's like who's that over there no <laughs> this is a
1: part that i had issue with he says look at the guy at the table with the back yeah i said they're at a fucking
0: restaurant there's hundreds of tables it's, it's not too packed we'll find out yeah. there was four witnesses yeah very true uh, very but, true uh so and i love because tommy's like what I, I was telling you about your food he see he clocks Kevin ba- He'd fucking, they'd drop yeah. everything. It's and Tommy was def- like, oh, okay, no, it's it on. Fuck <laughs> us. And then I had made a comment
1: because I knew Ron Eldar was in a Justified. And he's some mother good shit. I said, there's so many badass fucking just 90s like guys like, oh, I know who that is. And then just as I say it, there's fucking Jazz Soprano shows up randomly. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that, yeah, there's a couple, there's the two old fucks at the bar, and there's the bartender. They go over to Kevin. We get the scene where they walk outside it, really quickly and like cock their guns and like put them in the front of their pants. It, it, so here's my big thing. Okay. And I have Give a, I have a note and it's like later, it's way later in my notes because I realized it because I started understanding what the back half of the movie was about. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to be like, oh, this is the whole rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause you don't know where it's going at no, this point. No. Uh, but we got two season killers mm-hmm. and yes, they're obviously feeling some feelings seeing this man in this moment. You couldn't wait till he finished his dinner, walked outside, I think pulled you... him into the alley, maybe been like killed him a little more privately. I guess uh, the entire, they... the entire uh... second half of this movie hinges on the fact that John and Tommy were like, Oh, we're going to kill this guy in public plain sight? I think they tried to push hard just the trauma,
1: it's like, they couldn't wait. This is what they, this, two, just think, you've killed people for a long time. This is the guy you want to kill more than anybody. It's sure. like It's like, you know, you see, like, imagine, like, 8 you're so impulsive at this point, it's like, we can't, and I love the scene still where it's like- It's good. Hello. It's very good. It's
0: been a long time
1: who the fuck are you guys (laughs)
0: yeah oh you don't remember which again is another notch in kevin bacon's belt where you're just like how because then you start doing the math of like oh it's not like they just abused these four kids yeah which (laughs) i said i
1: said i feel like he would have trouble remembering their names i just i mean also they look
0: really different yes (laughs)
1: well no (laughs) well no i he obviously is like who the fuck are you guys why the fuck are you sitting down there it's like you're looking at John Riley and Tommy Makana and he's like oh okay I thought I'd be like doesn't ring a, he, he should have made them I feel like it would have showed how fucking despicable of a character he was he would have made them describe in more detail who they were
0: I felt like he still wasn't picking up on it and then they start being like you're Sean Noakes yeah. working at Wilkinson how's yeah, things going and he's, we're, he's, we're, he starts to kind of go oh
1: where they said like, I understand how you could forget about us we, you left us more to remember like I just thought you liked fucking little boys.
0: Yeah, he kind of goes, "Oh, hmm, that's where." He, guess this was gonna catch up at me, with or, me at some point. No, he,
1: I don't think he fully knows what's gonna happen at first because it's like, "Oh shit!" Like he realizes he just goes,
0: "How you doing?" And goes about his business. Like and he's trying to like big time them, but yeah. it's like you're not dealing with children back, anymore. Yeah, well, it goes
1: back. It goes back to him with that guard where it's like, "Don't fuck with me," and the guard's like, "No, Noakes, fuck with me." But I just it, am
0: like, I, I so. It's like this man put them through literally a year and a half of torture. You want to see them sort of yeah. stringing along. The most we get is the fact that they don't just immediately dome him. Yeah, they shoot him up a little bit, but
1: which, which I will say, Kevin Bacon was good as being a really creepy guy. His death lines are the worst ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, I'll get to that. So they go through this big back and forth kevin bacon i think knows how serious is when he's asked them what they want and uh, is it tommy who says more than anything i want to watch you die yeah because he tries to tell him like i made you men i made you hard
0: yeah he tries to like justify it i I was like bruh
1: which i feel like a a sociopath (laughs) like that would somebody who yeah i feel like he'd do that and then once he realizes he's dying he turns to you fucking guys are going to hell.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, which
1: it was that, a, they're like, uh, oh, yeah, we'll see you there. Well, well it was just a horrible line because we're I think I was ha- see if I can find this. I said, how delusional is a pedophile telling the children he raped that they're going to hell?
0: Maybe they tried I mean, and- he's a complete socio psychopath. Yeah, he's definitely, whatever you want to identify him as. But- I feel like it
1: should have been that line was just like, really, he's going to go to you're going to hell.
0: But it's like he doesn't know what they are. Yeah, very true. Also, and well, he's, that's he's trying to kind of like scare them into not yes. killing him and they're like, oh no. No, yeah, we, oh. we we do we do this for a living now, thanks to you probably. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You did this to us. Yes. Guess what? You're now de- we're gonna kill you. You're dead. <laughs> Pieces for queers, and now you're gonna die. For- <laughs> <laughs> to reference your favorite movie, Seven Psychopaths. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they like shoot him up. Finally dome him and then they just walk out. There's a funny moment where they say something to the bartender, They're like, oh, we should have got those brisket yeah, sandwiches to kind of like, like, uh.
1: like, what the fuck? He's like, Yeah, sorry about that. We'll we'll take care of it.
0: And again, this just like hard ass, like, gang guys with, with morals. Like, they're not killing anybody else. Like, that's not like no witnesses. They're like, no. Speaking of seven they've got layers. <laughs> uh so but they just walk out. And then we just we get this really abrupt introduction to Oh, here's Shakes. He's Jason Patrick now. He's like kind of a journalist, I guess, but not really. Here's Michael. He's Brad Pitt. Holy shit, Brad Pitt's on scene (laughs) Oh my god, it's Brad Pitt. Wait, when when did Seven come out? What's happening right now? Yeah, Uh, it's
1: like like almost fast forwards to to Michael and Shakes meeting and I think Shakes even says like this fucking cloak and dagger shit right here, Michael.
0: They try to like cover it with some of the narration where he's like, "I was working as like 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 a apprentice at a journalism thing." he was in the assistant DEA bubble. I'm like, but I'm still just getting like absolute fucking whiplash from like not knowing these characters at all. And the the other problem is they just immediately launch in to this crazy ass elaborate plot. That's going to carry us through the rest of the movie. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? It's definitely (laughs)
1: longer than anything. And then I'm just, I have, well, and the whole thing where Michael decides he's going to prosecute Tommy and John, I said, no way this happens. Like there's no way he completely erased his backstory with it's Tom. So, it's so strange.
0: It's very strange. Yeah. It'd be mean, one thing if they said
1: like, especially when it, they have it, a
0: throwaway line where he's like, what connection they, we were juveniles. They erased all yeah. of our shit or whatever. But, but and, yeah, they, they, it they, did take me a while to understand that. Cause there's a lot of business in the movie about them getting King Benny to be like, Hey, nobody kills Michael. And I was like, why nobody kills Michael? And I was like, oh, because he's like betraying the boys yeah. by taking the case yeah. or whatever. I'm yeah, using heavy air quotations you know, right now. Because
1: many, many uh, driver is against him at first. She understands. Well, everyone is. Everyone's yeah. like,
0: what the fuck, dude? Those are your friends. Well, even Chase is like that first. And then Michael's like, no, you don't understand. I'm about to do the most insane I'm about, fucking I'm, Uno reverse i'm I'm about, I'm about to throw away
1: my entire <laughs> career I worked for
0: which <laughs> which is what he does it's which, so, it's, which
1: which is <laughs> i feel like is what you would do to get back at the people who've pretty much fucked your life
0: sure but what's funny is it's only to get back at like well ultimately that they nail the other guy but really it's just to get tommy and john off of being on the hook for this murder and then they'll eventually die which, like two years later well, yeah, I, well i also feel like they kind of it would have been more
1: anticipation had they killed like one of the lower level. Like, I feel like obviously Kevin Bacon was the ringleader of this. Sure. They kill him early. I feel like it would have been more oomph had they killed him later. Maybe. Again,
0: it's like the, this is where the, the movie gets really messy yeah, and gets, all over the place where yeah. it's like, I wish they had more time to, if you're going to, cause I can tell what's happening when they were doing this movie, right? Mm-hmm. We spend like 30 to 40 minutes with the kids just doing hijinks and being kids and blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I like these kids. They got a lot of personality. I'm rooting for them and they live in a tough neighborhood. It's tough or whatever. Some crazy shit happens. Okay. Now they're in jail. We spend like 30 minutes of like living with their abuse and it's horrible, but it wants to, it's trying to get you in the mind space a little bit of like, this is what happened. You know, it's horrible. Uh, you know, it's, it's real. And it's not like no one's ever gone through something like that either. Like, mm-hmm. even if there's claims that the book is true, there's claims that the book's not true, whatever. I
1: feel like you can't make up those kind of details.
0: It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, and so, but it's, it's not like nobody's ever gone through a situation like that. So there's that. And then you almost feel like you want the revenge plot to be a little more satisfying, yeah, but it's almost be... ancillary yeah. to, this trial shit
1: they hardly (laughs) do any of the revenging they find other people do the revenge for them it's
0: almost like a subplot where it's like yeah and then we knocked off that guy so that was cool I'm like that should have been like what the story was about I feel like
1: it would have been cooler (laughs) had they aided John Tommy on just
0: killing all the guards just there's a lot of different directions I would have liked to have seen it gone instead we're mostly focused on this crazy ass subplot or the main plot is so Michael takes the job And tells, and it's hard to follow. I was able to finally kind of catch up with the movie and understand what was going on. But Michael's like, he meets with Shakes and he's like, look, I'm meeting with you. No one can fucking know we've ever talked. I'm going to literally throw my entire career away and set up this trial so that John and Tommy get off. And all I need to do is a couple things and it'll work out. And Shakes is like, I mean, there are, there are boys mm-hmm. and they killed this fucking guy that did the most terrific thing anyone could do to us. So I'm in but, and but, you're like, okay, sure. Uh, but then this <laughs> is the rest of the movie. <laughs> Which
1: I will say the, the best thing about this plot that happened, we get introduced to Dustin Hoffman's character. <laughs> fucking awesome. I'll take over. Uh, so John and Michael are no John and Tommy. Are assigned a public defender, sort of, which is Dustin Hoffman's character, <laughs> who is the, in a movie of Sirius, the best form of comic relief this movie could have gave us. Sure. <laughs> but because King Benny, because I Danny Snyder. Danny Snyder, yes, a great name too. <laughs> so King Benny wants to replace Danny, Sn- Danny Snyder with a legit lawyer. Michael says no because. They can manipulate Snyder to, the, to their advantage because Snyder is a alcoholic and a drug addict. And we get the, one of the funniest scenes in the movie. King Benny is pretty much telling uh, Dustin Hoffman that he's taking
0: the case. And Dustin Hoffman responds with. <laughs> There's mean, a great scene where he's telling his guy, he's like, go get Danny Snyder for me. He's like, the lawyer, Danny Snyder. He's like, do you know any other Danny Snyder? No. Well, then obviously that's the Danny Snyder I mean. And the guy's like, okay, boss.
1: Which then we get introduced to Danny Snyder. All we know about Danny Snyder at this point, he's an alcoholic. Who has like lost all of his I, cases. Well, we'll get to that later. But I just want to say, I imagine most lawyers are alcoholics. That's a tough job. Sure. But then we get introduced to Danny fucking Snyder, who starts his case like, oh, I took about four cases last year, lost them all. I'm pretty sure the last two of the jury voted against my client strictly because of me and the things <laughs> I said. And King Benny, King some you're taking the case. He continues. I, I have a bit of a I'm an alcoholic, which leads me to s- say things I don't mean. King Benny, stay sober. <laughs> and he says, I also have just, you know, a bit of a drug problem <laughs> that kind of hurts my ability to do everything. And pretty much gets to the end where he says, What well, if I don't take the case? K May said, you will take a dirt nap,
0: and so <laughs> he like, takes it. He goes dirt nap. I've never heard that term before.
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I can't do it because it's just. It's also awesome. was like it's because King Benny is obviously telling him like you're going to die, and solve. just like, well, okay, well I have this problem. Well, I, I <laughs> this, have is, this this is
0: a very conflicting moment for me because I was like, hmm, best getting sober plan of all time. Someone threatening your life. Or worse, getting sober, playing someone threatening your life. Yeah. I'm like, there's two directions you can go You're- where if I take a drink, this man will kill me. Or I'm such an alcoholic, the only way I can deal with the fact that I'm, my life is being threatened is to drink. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's a it's a 50-50. I will Which- say, in terms of a film where uh, things are set up that are never paid off, I thought for sure all this business about him being a worthless alcoholic drug addict was gonna pay off with him yeah. like missing a court date or yeah you know fucking up
1: never no, does no nope. which which i will <laughs> this, this is my only stand for reference i think in my thing dustin hoffman ass off i
0: mean he's great he'd be it he's he's like he basically he definitely made a, a specific choice and rock character. And rocks the mullet fucking awesome oh yeah good good mullet he looks yeah. great in this uh but yeah the which, king buddy you would know, be taking a dirt nap Dirt and Dirt nap. I never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. So this lawyer and, and the thing, like the main point is that he doesn't technically have to do any work because Michael's going to be giving him mm-hmm. everything he needs to say. It, and and well, even he still almost manages oh, to I him. have more notes, but
1: <laughs> it's pretty much Michael says this guy's worthless enough. He'll do what we tell him. And he doesn't have, he doesn't have much of a career. So he's not going to He won't, feel guilty taking part it was as simply as a sham trial
0: and i also think that michael on a deeper level in his attempt to manipulate this case
2: Mm.
0: because he his whole thing is he needs to lose but like convincingly Mm -hmm. and so he's like no i need like a piece of shit lawyer against me to where it's like
1: someone who doesn't have any shame
0: and also just someone that i can't like obviously i'm supposed to win so the fact that I lose it almost seems like a weird slam dunk. I there was no chance of winning this case. It wasn't just like some hotshot lawyer coming in and out talking him. It was more like no, they were just innocent, and I was fucked. Yeah, uh, kind of. I see a what thing. you
1: mean. Yeah, I didn't think about that that way. <laughs> um,
0: my note says guy I don't know who plays shakes meets up with mini driver. I later found out it was and... Jason Patrick. Right, I still don't really know him that well. In my <laughs> note,
1: mini driver. Wow, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she can get it i mean yeah she's gorgeous uh she's they ask a lot of her in this movie oh definitely so much of her it's the only
1: female portion we have of this film that isn't just someone being slapped with a belt (laughs) have we got to have we got to the spoon is dirty get me another one
0: where's the chicken (laughs) almost but there's also a lot of scenes where there's stuff happening and the camera's like, what if we just hung on many drivers face for a mm. while? Uh, and I'm like, she's doing it. She's yeah. like giving it. She it's a really, a really th- it's a really thankless role.
1: It's a really <laughs> tough character too, where essentially she's the girl the friends have just passed around.
0: Kind of. It's like and she, I mean- she, we and again took me till the end of the movie to realize this. She's the girl in the wheelchair. There's a scene we see really early on in the movie where they're like peeping into this gators dress room Hmm. and she's like standing watch for them and john's like oh this is fucking great i could fucking die right now and i'd be happy i don't even care do you want to take a look and she's like nah i'm good uh but like she's supposed to be the kid that they like used to hang out with and so like again it's like in maybe a miniseries or a tv show this relationship could have been because because i think that so this is like the addendum to this movie because i think In the opening narration, Shake says John had a wife in another borough that he never saw. I think it's Benny Driver.
1: No, that was uh, that was Tommy, but
0: or yeah. Yeah, She was like she was like with somebody and she had somebody's kid. And then when we see this picture in like the credits, it's I I swear to God, it's just this it's the kid that played John. hmm. In the picture, I was like, "That's just the fucking kid oh, that played John." I don't know. Like, I, I was like, well, "What are I we doing?"
1: Here? She plays a pretty tragic character. Was oh, very much so. Was clearly obvious. The only friend she didn't uh, have relationship with was the one she truly wanted to. And shakes.
0: Yeah, but it's also think, it's also weird because she she the, obviously in the, in she the,
1: obviously the, has some pent up feelings for Brad Pitt as well. In their one scene on the subway,
0: well, they have like the early scenes where Michael and her are sort of like because Michael fucks up the stickball game. Because he's like too interested in her, like catcalling or whatever. And then, even when they're getting loaded onto the bus to go to the prison, he sees Carol and they have this like longing look at each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like she, Brad Pitt's like the one that she always desired, but then she's like, Well, Shakes ended up being the most not fucked up out of the four. So maybe there's something here. And then Shakes is like, Well, Thing about being the not the not most fucked up of us four is I'm still really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so again oh. it's very tragic because oh. and it isn't until this moment in the movie that she even understands the depth of what well, they it, went through. Well, no, it, she finds out
1: when Father Bobby finds Yeah, him.
0: it's crazy. And you my, have to
1: say you have to say that name, Father Bobby. You can't <laughs> just say Bobby, Father Bobby. Uh
0: but yeah, so Mini Driver opening in court. Oh, yeah, this is where we get the Danner. Uh, the but dinner. we also
1: get, we also get some scenes with shakes and mini driver where she says she's hungry. I said, hungry, huh? That's what females are calling it now. <laughs> and then she pre and then I said, wow, she's fucked pretty much the whole group. Yeah. And then yeah. we, and then, cause she's like, cause he talks, she talks about how difficult her relationship was with Michael. Cause he wouldn't open up with her. And it's like, so you're with John now, huh? It's like, yeah, I'm with John. He's pretty amazing. I- he's as good as you can be but he's also kind of amazing it's like
0: but then she quickly, yeah because she has like a line where she's like you just have to kind of know him to understand he's like a good person but i'm also like he killed we established he's killed like four people yeah. well, <laughs> then, well,
1: it's such a weird transition for her too where she goes from yeah i loved michael but he love me john's pretty good then it's like why didn't you ask me out shakes and then it clearly goes to where it's like what do you want and shakes just like I'm just going to leave.
0: Yeah. He's it's, he's super awkward. And she's like, yo. And I'm like, and you know, it's like, we know how fucked up shakes is, but I'm also like, look at her. She's mini driver. Yes. What are you
1: doing? <laughs> yes. I my note is what is this guy's deal? She's asking for it to quote a mean for simple. She's horny.
0: But yeah. It speaks to how fucked up they are. Yeah. I, I,
1: I <laughs> yeah. Most people, well, I think most people that suffer a sexual abuse at an early age don't have really a healthy relationship with sex as
0: they get for older. For sure. So. Uh, th- this is where we, uh, so the opening in court, there's some good shit with Hoffman here, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like, it's like, it's just kind of opening yeah. stuff where he's just flipping through pages, oh, I and, wish,
1: <laughs> which I haven't noticed that they should make a movie about Dustin Hoffman's character as the lawyer. Cause this is the funniest. <laughs> it's, it's the, the,
0: the page the, they call this, uh, in movies when there's like sound effects, uh-huh. they call that fully the fully of the papers. Well, As he's flipping him is so well, loud so funny and aggressive.
1: Because well, he, well, not only Dustin Hoffman asked off, fucking Dave Snyder's ha- asked off. Because he's trying to be a competent lawyer, where he's asking questions. He's like, what, "What? Why did you do this?" And then he goes through moments where he's just flipping through pages, I'm laughing. It's <laughs> such a weird amount of comedy in the series. Well, the amount movie. of times
0: he like. Goes to ask a question and he turns away from the person he's asking the question. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait a minute. He wait, just wait.
0: sort of randomly is wandering all over uh, the courtroom. It's, it's, it's so, so funny. Because yeah, well, think... actually, this is just the opening where they're addressing the yeah. jury where uh Brad Pitt's like, I'm going to tell you these guys fucking killed this guy, and blah, blah, and De Niro's uh-huh. like, uh, These guys are innocent. I will. <laughs> I don't know. like, cause we get a, When he's interviewing the Sopranos lady later, that's where we really get into it. But for now, Shakes, well, this is where Shakes goes to dinner with his family.
1: And also, <laughs> also, Shakes explains uh, his, how him and Michael are communicating. And he, what do they call? Oh, I, I didn't even pay attention what did, to this. <laughs> what, did they, what did they call them what they did?
0: Sleepers. Sleepers. My note. Ha! He said it! You know, I almost wrote that down and I didn't. They said it that that whole thing was crazy like yeah they wrote eduardo on and, the news and, it was so so it, it was, was so
1: stupid it was <laughs> so useless it did not affect all that he had to say is me and michael create a code to communicate with each other end of story next
0: yeah. my note says dinner with shakes dad he's still a piece of shit uh because he's just <laughs> a psycho it's so
1: it's so awkward too because you think the movie's getting better and then shakes just has a five minute scene with his dad where it's like where just, you don't even see, wish you don't even see I don't the light. a fucking
0: spoon. Here, here the, Daddy, the you, can sp- have, you can have my spoon. No, she'll give me a spoon. She'll the spoon's
1: dirty. Give me another one. And then Shakes is obviously trying to have a serious conversation with Daddy. He stops, where's the chicken?
0: <laughs> so bad. Also, he looks exactly the same. Yes. Uh, and yeah. uh, well, must- I don't know what, because uh, he goes. That's right. He goes to church and he's like praying. Yes, I said, this is where we get this long. We get, more, we, get we get we get
1: extended <laughs> scenes of which they should have left this shit at the beginning of the film. This is, and this was even more uncomfortable where they're teasing Michael about his rosary bead. And- yeah,
0: they're like like oh, you like to pray? Well, why don't you pray for us? While they guys again, they, they, we big spoilers for the movie and also a warning. This is a scene where they make a child pray while they stick a baton up his ass. Uh, that's what happens in this scene. It's yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, uh, so, get... yeah. My note says baton up the ass rosary scene. Dot dot dot. I just typed that out. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 what the movie we're dealing with. Serious um, movie people. We were trust me, we're doing our hardest to get laughs in here. <laughs> my my next note says Jason Patrick looks like shit for a twenty year old. I do say I do say his
1: appearance this movie compared to his uh fucking ground. <laughs> Uh, fucking burial in Speed Two is much different. That's
0: <laughs> uh, they visit De Niro, uh, uh, comma, we, we who looks more. exactly the same. Yes, he
1: does. <laughs> but hey, yes, now De Niro today still looks the same.
0: Kind of, yeah. Actually, I it's- mean, I
1: feel like if there's a guy who aged with grace, it's fucking Robert De Niro. To be
0: fair, yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, this is uh, you know, I guess trying to keep it light. And speaking of cinephobe, this is where I'll drop a cinephobe favorite. Jason Patrick in incredibly Descriptive (laughs) detail (laughs) 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 Describes uh, the things that Happened at the Wilkinson home for boys (laughs) I feel
1: like we should have got though the full Scene of Michael going to detail because we Get
0: this you hear him
1: talking which I feel like They had to have edited it just
0: keeps fading In and out which is why I
1: I feel Like they had the full scene because it should have Been like a legit emotional moment where you saw Reactions from De Niro and mini driver but then (laughs) We get this we get this you get glimpses
0: of of it like De Niro and Driver are giving like holy shit this is fucked like Mm -hmm. what they're hearing and you hear like little snippets of Jason Patrick being like and then he pulled my pants down and blah, blah, blah. And, and, then, you're, and you're just and like, John, holy shit. John wailed every night after that. Yeah. And so it's brutal, but it's, but yeah, I was just. It's, like, a, it's, I not, it's
1: not the emotional scene it should have been, my and, opinion. And So
0: they go to, eventually go to leave and De Niro's <laughs> like, I got a lot to think about. I'm like, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Understatement of the century, bro. Uh, we go back to court. This is where we see Sopranos lady. My note says, I think she's from the Sopranos. Yes. Uh, but. Tony Soprano's sister, Janice. Hoffman sucks so much shit. The paper uh, wrestling is wild. And
1: then, uh, oh, I just can't get <laughs> and when over. When I say he sucks
0: so much shit, I mean as a lawyer, not yes. as an actor. <laughs> it just because he goes
1: from like this super serious, like, how many drinks did you have? Right? And then he just, shh, shh, and then shakes and uh, Carol, and she's like, I feel like we need to do make. He says something like. I feel like we should have made this simpler for
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you literally see Brad Pitt mouthing the line he's supposed to say, where he's like, "What time did you have lunch? What time? What time did you have lunch?" And she's like, "I mean, one 30. He's like, "So." And the thing is, like, it, it it ends up super working with Hoffman's character, where they give him the line of questioning he needs, and he's delivering it in this deadpan, monotone, dry version, where he's just yeah. like. So, you had six drinks at dinner, you glanced at him, and you know it was him. And she's like, I am I saw him. You glanced at him. And, and like, they're just kind of speechless by the end because they're just like, it's almost like they're baffled that they're being broken down by this man. Yeah. And it's weird that it works. Like, like
1: I said, Danny Snyder is as ass off as Dustin Hoffman is. It's so good. He looks very
0: competent as a lawyer compared to. <laughs>
1: I have a drug problem. (laughs) Well, Uh, it's also like,
0: if you imagine if he hadn't been given these questions, how bad he would be. Yeah. (laughs) Cause he's he he like literally will turn away from them and start wandering away and be like, what time did you have lunch? And they'll be like, what? And he's like, what time did you have lunch? And they'll be like, w- one thirty, And he's just like, mm. Like I said, we need a movie about Dustin Hoffman's
1: lawyer character, and it would be a comedy, because it's the most random comedy in the movie. It's the only sense of comedy in the movie is Dustin Hoffman just being like, okay, and then... Hold on, hold on one second. Oh, um, uh,
0: something that we should have hit when... Uh, Jason Patrick was doing the scene where he tells De Niro what happened. Oh, yeah. So the whole the whole reason that they approach him is that they need someone to say Tommy and John were with me that night. There's no fucking way they could have done these murders, which,
1: which I understand. Father Bobby's a priest, but I feel like had shake stepped up and did that would it really have been much different.
0: I don't know. Like maybe there's two. I don't. I feel yeah. like they forced Robert De Niro. Was like it's got It's very, body. it's very forced. But it, it is also like one of the most interesting conflicts of the movie, where you're asking a priest to swear against God, like to lie on the stand, but it's to save these two boys who he used to believe in. Thematically, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't, it doesn't pay off as it, hard as it should have. Well, I couldn't believe how quickly he rolled into being like, yeah. yeah, they were at me. We were at a Knicks game. Uh, I was like, yo, bro, like, well, this is supposed to be the well, moment <laughs> we've, we've also glossed over. They have located
1: the other three, the other three car, co- the guards, uh, Michael West. Well, yeah, I'm about to get
0: into that. Okay, so, like, go right ahead. So like Jason Patrick is in the back of a cop car and he's like, Hey, one of these guards became a cop and he's dirty. Here's a bunch of information. And this cop's like, man. Don't ever let me get on your bad side. This is, and
1: this is the guard, the only guard that I did not know his yeah, previous Tyler, Yeah, Styler. Ad. Styler, which for some reason I always thought uh, Michael Weston was Styler, but Michael Weston was Addison, but we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, so they're basically, so there's, meanwhile there's a whole subplot to take yeah, down uh, the rest uh, of uh, the guards. Yeah, where King Benny is pretty much
1: spearheading this plot.
0: Yeah, and so it's just funny because Jason, Jason Patrick's like, I have all this information on all this fucked up shit this guy's done. And it's like again it's such a random tangent where they're just like telling you about cop dynamics and he wants to take down dirty cops and he wants to get promoted and all this stuff and yeah they arrest the guy okay cool yeah. fun I, I don't know it's it's maybe, weird maybe uh, he
1: maybe he gets the same uh punishment that the boys got in juvenile in jail <laughs> maybe but
0: uh, we, uh <laughs> are we are we
1: to uh, bunk Morlin yet or what? Are we to bunk yet?
0: Not yet. Okay. Uh, we get a, a scene I really like that I called the Godfather-esque moment where Shakes visits De Niro at church because De Niro mm-hmm. still hasn't said whether he's going to witness for them or not. Mm-hmm. And they do the body of Christ thing and he like puts it in Jason Patrick's mouth and it's like really intense moment. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good scene. Yes. I, I like that scene. De Niro scene.
1: killed... De Niro... If he-
0: <laughs> this is where my note says, I like that they could have easily killed Bacon without all this fuss. Yet, the entire movie exists because they just murdered him in the middle of the restaurant. Uh, Very eh. More court. I guess I'm skipping over court stuff. I think it's when they're quizzing. I think it's when they quizzed the the other guy that's part of the couple.
1: Well, they they have like a montage where they go through, I think, the bartender and all these other people were dusting
0: Well, no, because like King Benny got... So there was four witnesses that saw the murder. King Benny was like, oh, those other guys, they're not a problem. There's just that couple. And so the guy that's part of the couple is like... I mean I saw him it was whatever and then you know same same deal with the chick He Justin Hoffman like goes yeah but I mean you were trying to protect her like what's going on here and the guy's like well I mean yeah but I it didn't I didn't he's like so you could see them clearly you saw that they shot him uh, and, like I mean he the good scene is like when he breaks her down the, the his scenes like it's it's fine Um, but I just wanted to give some rubbed jazz soprano oh yeah for sure and uh, we get Driver and Pitt on the subway. It's a oh, good yeah. scene. Where, yeah, it's very good scene. Yes. Where he's like, "Don't look at me." And there, and just, this is like classic cinema where they they can't look at each other. I'm using heavy quotes, but mm. they're having this like emotional heart to heart, and they're both crying. I mean, they're just like going well, for it. Well, because Brad,
1: <laughs> Brad, they talk about there. So it has question about Father Bobby, and Brad Pitt said and almost code Because Brad Pitt obviously doesn't want to talk about it, tells many Driver. Tell Shake to tell Bob tell oh, Bobby yeah, the, yeah. the whole
0: story. And he, May he like, gives her the go ahead to be like, Okay, he can say what happened to us and she's like
1: I already know. Yo,
0: I know. And and he starts crying, he's like, Oh fuck. And she's like, I'm so and he's like stroking her hair and stuff and but then he disappears. It's just like Which, it's it's super sad.
1: Who, who does who does Mini driver think love more, Shakes or Michael? Oh, Michael, for sure. Really? I was. Michael's kinda...
0: just so aloof, though. Yeah, he, and he's Brad Pitt. And he's so fucked up. He's just so fucked up. Yeah, well, he got. F- I, I feel. Like, he, uh, you kind of feel like he probably blames himself for Rizzo, too. There's yeah. just a lot of stuff he's carrying. Yeah,
1: definitely. Out. Yeah. Which, speaking of Rizzo.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, that's great because uh, Shakes goes to King Benny and he's like, yo, this is blah, blah, blah. We got this thing with Addison. King Benny's like, oh, yeah, I took his debt. It's so convoluted the headline is king benny absorbs the debt but then goes debunked from the wire and yes goes, so we
1: get we get wendell <laughs> pierce who's one of the fucking just like just his whole acting style where he's just like came in he's like i need some money
0: okay i'll play along When are you gonna pay it back? <laughs> he's so great and yeah. he's like i'm not and you're and like, but they're so they're both such heavyweights you're like hmm i don't know it what's does, going on here And really- king benny's like you know, I used to like you guys. I respected your style and blah blah blah. Well, and well I guess just
1: like... it does get really awkward when just Bunk's like, I liked you. You had style. You look good out there. And it's like, where is this going? But then it just goes. But basically to... he, he
0: gives Bunk is
1: Rizzo's older brother. They established that very early. And yeah,
0: and he he he, gets, he pays off the debt to King Benny. And King Benny as he's like leaping over the shoulder is like, By the way, this guy killed your brother and bunks like my brother died of pneumonia and king benny's like did he, hmm. no, he they,
1: they said they said he died of pneumonia king benny they said
0: hmm and then he leaves and bunks like this motherfucker yeah <laughs> and then uh i'm just gonna say it right now uh king benny tracks down uh burn notice and they fucking yes. murder him. yes that's that's the, that's the wire that. the wire mer's burn notice and
1: <laughs> this is one of the few good movies he's in and it was very obviously early in the career, and they said, "Do not give that guy any lines."
0: <laughs> yeah, so and he's the creepiest looking out of the four of them too. <laughs> Just how his
1: hair is off. And Je- going, Jeffrey, oh, John- oh, oh.
0: I-, I feel mean. Jeffrey Donovan, burn notice. I like Jeffrey Donovan. He's good. <laughs>
1: he's not good. In, we've established this. He's not good in any movies. He's good though. in Sicario. Never, heard, never seen it.
0: Oh, you should see Sicario. No. Oh, you would like Sicario. Uh, uh, I'll add to the list. that's so so dismissive it's good Uh, I'm not dismissive I said add to the list we have a big big chunk here where Brad Pitt convolutes a way to call Ferguson in as a character witness to Kevin Bacon we need to call this guy in because we need to establish Kevin Bacon's a good guy it's all part of Michael's convoluted plan to also expose Ferguson
1: let's get Ralph Ferguson aka for any odds fans listening Tim McManus and so I mean yeah uh, it's just that you're aware because you haven't seen Oz. Tim McManus is probably the ultimate good guy in Oz who is trying to do something great for these prisoners, so and the only other thing I've ever seen him in my life is he's a pedophile. Kind of a
0: difference. So a lot of my next notes are just this Ferguson scene. Yeah, it's
1: very <laughs> it's, it's unrealistic. it goes on too long. It's very much like I wish they had gone into more detail about how they knew he would crack on on
0: the stand a little bit it's because- it like like literally brad pitt asks him a couple questions and goes okay i'm done yeah and then and then but, but again this is where Hoffman, like this is most ass off hoffman yeah definitely where he's just drilling into this guy he just is relent like,
1: relentless the one of the questions that said to me is like did you uh beat any of the kids some how what do you mean how an open a fist open hand a baton
0: yeah it's like, like- he like knows and the ferguson's like there's a moment where you see Ferguson be like, "Okay, like you just like know what yeah. the fuck's up," and, and, it, and he's breaking down. And it's funny because like I was surprised; I was expecting like cutaways at the jurors being like, mm, "Oh, oh yeah. fuck!" But no, it just like holds on this fucking we, man. Yeah, we get no, we get. I don't think
1: we get a single <laughs> in the only other court movie where we get no looks to the jurors, which is the most important fucking thing in one of these things.
0: Which is weird. I find that weird, but yeah, yeah. It's just basically like Ferguson is like. oh, was, they cut that too? There's like a whole subsection where Hoffman's like, "Your wife would never leave Sean alone with your child. Why was that?" And he's like, "I don't. What? How does that?" This is basically like, yeah, you knew he was a rapist, and you were a rapist. It's so. There's a great moment. Like, I'm just gonna kind of skip past all this because Ferguson breaks down and goes, because he's like, "Yeah, Sean was a great guy. He was my best friend." and Hoffman eventually gets him to be like, nah, he was beating and raping kids. Whoops. Uh, my bad. And also, so was I, whoops. As he's leaving, he's like, I want to go. I want this to end. (laughs) And as he's leaving, you hear the judge go, don't go too far. So people (laughs) might have some
1: questions for you. I was like, we're a <laughs> you know, so judge calls Brad Pitt, like, why did you bring this guy? He's like, bad call.
0: Yeah, Brad Pitt's like, I fucked up. I, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't have called him or whatever. It's like the worst moment <laughs> for him where he kind of has to be like, "Whoops, my bad. I thought it was a good idea." Yeah. And, and Dustin Hoffman's just like, "Yeah, I have no problem with it. It's fine. We should call him. It's fine."
1: Oh. <laughs> so, I feel like if this had been more we be Dustin Hoffman being like, oh. A- one second, and pulling out more notes. Like, I, I have no problem.
0: <laughs> uh, we see Batman playing handball. More, ex- it's basically just an expo dump of. Uh, De Niro has not said he's going to come in and lie for them, but he really needs to. Uh, and then we just kind of cut. My note says this is a terrible movie from De Niro's perspective. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he just comes in and he lies. He's like, "Yeah, we were in the next game." <laughs> I I always save the
1: ticket stubs.
0: And he pulls out the ticket stubs, so crazy.
1: Yeah, like uh, what? You just keep ram ticket stubs on your hand, like yeah. I'm like,
0: if I'm oh, yeah, watching my, my, this, stuff- I, all caps. He has the fucking stubs. Uh, I guess he really thought it out. Uh, and, it's, which, and you know, credit to to Brad Pitt. He he tries to badger him a little bit, but like by being like, this is yeah, okay. So you just got game tickets. What's going on here? Which...
1: Where My question, where did he get
0: the subs from? I, I mean, he got them from somebody. <laughs> Good point. I feel, like,
1: I feel like one of the least uh, requests you get which and weird and strange and probably against the law is say, can you get me some chicken subs from this night?
0: <laughs> probably find them in the trash. I, I would have liked to have seen, like they do a slight slow-mo where he's looking at the Holy Bible when he goes to swear but i'm like i kind of wanted them to lean into more of
1: him lying on the stand probably should have been him just like really regretting trying to talk about
0: it good moment where because we don't see him after this he just beelines out of the courtroom it's it's one of those
1: like you've i've helped you enough we're done now
0: yeah he's like i did what i had to do to save you your lives are in your hands
1: yeah you you forced me to do the one thing that i can i never imagined i would ever do so
0: yeah and you know you have to imagine if you're like a guy who truly believes in god going on the stand and lying swearing to god then lying when When you're at the pearly gates and saint peter's like yo bro you remember those two (laughs) murderers you were like yeah they Uh, went to a knicks game with me like what was that all about and he's kind of like I thought it was the right thing to and do. Then, yeah, then, then, But that's what's fun about the movie is like God, even you as an audience yeah. you're kind of, you're still rooting for yeah, these then, kids.
1: Then God asked you to display a credit card. Oh, I'm talking about family out here. <laughs> Sears card. Those that, that was new. One by my house got a McDonald's right in the store. I had I had to say something.
0: But basically yeah. uh they get off. Yes. Uh, Brad Pitt goes out, buys a hot dog from a guy, eats half of it and throws it in the trash. I thought that was fucked up. Well, it's probably,
1: a, it's probably a hard memory of him. It's just <laughs> I did not mean to say that. A
0: bad memory of him. I just, just thought it was funny because Brad Pitt's like a uh, well-known for eating on camera type yes, of guy. Yes, it's very much, yes. I was like, he should be just mowing this hot dog while yeah. they're having this the fire. New York combo. Street Dog, too. I've heard they're amazing. I I'm sure it. it was great. Yes. Uh, they go to a bar where they have this like one last meetup. Yeah.
1: Where, they, where they give exposition on how
0: everybody's still sad. Yeah, it's like they—they it, never really got anything off their chest. They're singing. Minnie Driver walks in and goes, "I didn't think this was a gay bar. I was like, Minnie, what are you doing? Uh, bad in words, bad words. Yeah, every but, single
1: one, every one, single one of those kids has a wiener in their mouth and ass, probably. Pro, uh,
0: props to them for they say they like did an acapella thing and they start singing and they are terrible." And I was like, you know what? Props to this movie for keeping in the fact that they are awful. Yeah, they didn't try to make <laughs> it sound good. And then we just kind of cut to the ending montage where uh, Shakes is like, "Yeah, John died like a year later." Which, I, I forgot, already. Which one died of
1: alcohol poisoning? Is that Tommy or
0: John? Well, I don't like. I think I think Tommy was found with like a lot of drugs. Oh, uh, yeah, that's well. That's no, Tommy, Tommy got shot up. Tommy got shot up, and John died of alcohol. Yeah, John was like drug abuse. And we get these crazy black and white photos of the like dead bodies, which yeah. I was just trying to imagine Billy Crudup and the other guy that you like yeah. just and Ron Eldred posing for these weird photos. Cause they had to take them for the movie. Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, Michael, a little bit. Oh, and also, uh, Get some exhibition. Michael lives alone and he's yeah he's he, sad. He, he lives he, well, in the country.
1: He like doesn't he become like a carpenter or something like that? Yeah, it's it's one of the weirdest backstories ever. Where it's just like, damn, like I think I would rather died like Tommy John than <laughs> choose that life.
0: Yeah, because Michael he knew he was going to get fired from the DA after losing this gig, but I guess he retires to the country, lives alone, and makes furniture. Uh, Carol has a kid who literally looks like John from earlier in the movie. I thought you said it was Tommy. <laughs> uh, it was John. John? Like, okay, that makes I'm sense. I'm telling you guys, go look at this picture of Minnie Driver and this kid. I think it's just the actor who played young John. I swear to God.
1: Well, well she was fucking John as she admitted, right? For the whole thing Yeah, happened. yeah.
0: And so yeah. Oh God. Like my my credits notes, is Carol supposed to be the wheelchair girl? I guess that's where I noticed it. I uh, didn't
1: notice this, so prop for you for noticing that. I've seen this movie more than you.
0: Uh, it's just a really uneven movie, but it's good. It's almost like the beginning is too strong. It just kind of slams you as my last it's, note. Well, the <laughs>
1: beginning is really strong because it's, you know, you get this nice coving age, and you get like, holy shit, this is fucking serious shit. Mm-hmm. Then you get this really convoluted revenge plot, which has all these variables that's like... Which also doesn't feel as
0: satisfying.
1: You no, know, it shit. doesn't. It doesn't. Like, the most satisfying part is uh, John and Tommy shooting Noakes. Yeah. And then, like, the other deaths are like, this guy died this way. This guy died this way. It's like.
0: Oh, it turns out they I, were pieces of shit, and we eventually caught up to them. I think okay. they,
1: I think that, I, I did like the involvement of uh, Wendell Pierce as uh, Rizzo's brother, because that's, I feel like, that's something they had to feel like they had to atone for, for how they kind of fucked Rizzo over. It's
0: so weird. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, weird convoluted long movie it's too long but mind. incredibly well acted incredibly well shot well directed it oh, like, just is messy yeah, it's just really messy and, it is. and it's frustrating because everything's really solid like you're never in a scene feeling like this sucks because every scene is good but but, the- but when you finish it you go hmm what was all that about? <laughs> well, the, well, the end,
1: there's so much, like, suspension of disbelief, and it's, I feel like it would have been much harder had they just, like, tracked down the guards individually one by one. And yeah, took them I, out. I
0: straight up would have been more on board for just an out-and-out, out, okay, we're all 25 now, let's go kill all these motherfuckers, or like, whatever. Had,
1: like, had they killed, like, maybe, like, Styler, because I can't remember the actor's name, had they killed him and... Just like it's just it's
0: just too much to condense into a movie honestly yeah. i'm it, sure the book is kind of long uh i i honestly if they announced the sleepers miniseries i'd be like fuck yeah
1: i don't think they well well the, i I, think, I don't think this movie's touchable anymore obviously with all the you know problematic uh, things they done plus the it's fact not so
0: much problematic because it's, it's not like it's condoning anything yeah very
1: true i just uh, think it's very uh like i said it's a very serious movie it's hard to joke about some sure. shit that happens also with uh The fact that, uh, you know, there's, uh, the made this movie telling is trying to say it's based on a true story from the book in there, but pretty much. So there shakes shakes Lorenzo. I'm not even gonna try the last name is a real person. He was the writer of this book and he tried to claim that this was a true story. And he has a lot of backlash, obviously from, I think from like Wilkinson and all these, who's trying to say, this is not true. But then he came out and said, well, I had to lie about certain things for this to work out. It's, ve- yeah, it's a a very lot of
0: names were changed and stuff, but
1: Which I feel like you have to change things, but I feel like, I feel like he didn't need to go into detail about that. It was true. I feel like, I don't know. It causes a lot of issues obviously where
0: well, if you're trying to like expose yeah. this terrible system, but it is also, it's confusing. Cause I mean, we live in a world where yes, people will lie about insane things to mm-hmm. get attention. And so it's hard to tell, I guess for me, the highlight is I don't know if his book is fully true, but I don't doubt that this has absolutely
1: happened it's, to people. It's also kind of hard to make up those kind of details that yeah, are in the movie. It's so
0: specific and, uh, gruesome and awful. So, but I mean, I don't really judge it on that. I, I mean, the fact of the matter is it's a movie review podcast. I judge it on the movie. Uh, and, and more to ratings. is uh, Do you have a rating for sleepers? Uh, once again, my rating system is pretty simple.
1: If it's something that I find watchable as a five, I found this very watchable. I've seen it multiple times. I It's definitely a movie that hits you hard. And like I said, just the one scene, like I said, where John's walking through the restaurant, he sees him and he has this like moment of truth where he has to compose himself in the bathroom, hits hard, well acted, well reviewed. Is it one of my top favorites? No. Do I go out of my way to watch it? No. It's just a really good movie. I feel like it's not a rewatch, but you have to see it. I think to appreciate it once, maybe. So honestly, sure. I think I would go with probably a about a six point five, probably. Okay. It's a very good movie. I like it. I I the rewatch wasn't bad. It has good good acting in it. But there's just so many like serious undertones, it's just hard to recommend to somebody. like
0: Very hard to recommend, but I will say, it seems a shame to me. So one of the most enlightening things was YouTubing sleeper reviews, or sleepers reviews. Nobody's talked about this movie. I was really scared coming into this podcast to discuss this film, because not a lot of people have. And it seems like a movie that's been forgotten. And I feel like that's a shame because I think this movie has a lot to say. I think this movie has some really stellar performances. I think it's fucking well shot, well directed, well acted. I wasn't paying too much attention to the score, but I'm sure it was good. Uh, 73% I think
1: is what it was. I'm
0: glad that I watched it because it was interesting. It just, I remember again, though, like 30 minutes into the movie, I was like, how is this not like a beloved film? And then it starts to be like, oh, now we're going to enter the torture part. And then the movie's like, oh, now we're going to enter the really convoluted court part. (laughs) And none of it's bad. It's just messy. It's a lot. And, it's and, it, I, and I think that's why it hasn't endured because it's just really messy. It's but it's not bad. It's by it's any trying
1: stretch. to shove a, a eight pounds of shit in a five pound bag. A
0: hundred percent. It's gonna get messy. I, I cannot stress enough how much I'd love to see this as a miniseries. I think it absolutely has the material for that. Yes. we mentioned multiple characters who should have had like two or three episode arcs mm. and. Well,
1: Again, my issue is with the early part of the kids. I other than shakes, I didn't know, took me forever to figure out which kid was which. It's like this random kid is doing this now, and this random, and they all sound, yeah, they all kind of sound the same too. i do not know. Try. Yeah,
0: I mean, because they all have like the oh, I'm from Hell's Kitchen. Hell's I'm, Ki- I'm Italian. Uh, like they're all white and Italian. It's like what they do, but I I definitely didn't hate my time with it. Uh, the first thirty minutes, I was like, damn, Justin suggested a banger. And and it's the de- it's a depressing movie. And I don't know when the next time I'll be watching it again, but it was a good fucking movie. Uh Barry Levinson and just everyone was doing a good fucking job with it. I feel comfortable giving this like and again I have like a slightly skewed grade curve on the mm-hmm. show, but I, this is a full on like seven out of ten for me mm-hmm. on this show.
1: I, I almost wanted to give seven, so I'll give it like I'll give it instead of a six point five, I'll give it like a six p- only time I'll ever do this because it's just the movie just raw, just brings up so many conflictions. I will probably change my, I'll change it to a seven actually, then a 6.5. It's a good movie. It's it, good. There's it's nothing just, bad about it.
0: It's just messy and long. It's, it's long. It's, it's long. long and it's messy, but I mean, I was not upset with spending time with it. I just was like, damn, this is intense and it's making me think about a lot of things. And so, yeah, it was a good fucking movie. Great suggestion, Justin. Thank you. Yes. Uh, speaking of suggestions, is there anything you want to recommend?
1: Uh, so um, no, this, ha- I really don't. I like suggestions, but this one's just so serious, so well acted. It's hard to find a movie of similar ilk that is not just, I would say, I'll honestly recommend a lot of the, there's so many good TV actors in this burn notice. I recommend that with Michael Weston, even though you'll get a ton of uh, Jeffrey Donovan, even though you'll get a ton of him. Uh, uh, I think his name's Terry Kinney is, uh. Ralph Ferguson is McMass and Oz, he's really good. Wendell Pierce, The Wire. I sure if you don't watch The Wire, that's just you're bad, man. But Yeah,
0: I feel like the the Wire and Sopranos has given you more of like if you're like digging on some of the crime vibes of this movie, uh those are gonna give you which, a lot of that. Which once
1: again, am I wrong saying uh some guy who had to be part of the had to be part of casting had to work for hbo at some point there's
0: so much hbo in this with i, I think there's like a new york casting director yeah it yeah. was just which, like <laughs> which makes sense
1: because it's just the same guy who does like who did like the law and orders you you watch the law and orders from like the 90s early yeah. 2000s it's so much oz so much soprano so much oh, wire percent of recasting
0: so i feel like that's definitely part of it as well uh for me i'm like i mean if for some reason you've never seen Goodfellas, check out goodfellas never seen the full movie this gave me shades of it for sure jesus christ uh, uh i can't i can't really uh, talk because i hadn't watched it until uh, like a couple years ago so whatever uh, <laughs> uh but i um this is gonna seem like the randomest suggestion but holes i could see that coming of age <laughs> i'm gonna say holes like <laughs> these kids who've been abused and they're they're sent this in to this internment camp and they're taking advantage of there's I, very
1: there's very obvious ulterior motives with the camp yeah
0: and i feel like, oh. like holes is a good movie
1: <laughs> it's, a, really, it's a good
0: book too but
1: <laughs> i'm really behind but i do have a recommendation just because you went good those. i will go robert de niro one of his best performances and mobster italian casino casino
0: yes uh i the, remember the,
1: watching that Watching my brother had that DVD as well. I learned it, and I remember re watching it with you at your house some of those <laughs> nights
0: where we just sat in
1: your house. In your that room. movie was
0: always on TV, it was it's so, so good. It was so crazy doing Goodfellas because it was like, Oh, have you ever seen Goodfellas? I'm like, No, they're like, Have you ever seen Casino? I'm like, Multiple times, <laughs> it was just it's, again. It's, it's like, it's like you know, watching
1: it's like you know, like I said, Money Train, watching uh, a white man can't jump. I want that chemistry. Or it's, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know... You want to talk about movies that try to strike chemistry. I tried to watch... I don't know why. I tried to watch uh, All About the Benjamins and...
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, For some reason, thinking of De Niro, I'm also thinking about uh The Fan.
1: No, oh, that's a good one. I-, I watched that as a kid.
0: <laughs> There's a baseball movie for yes. you. Oh, yes. <laughs> De Niro is so good in that uh, movie, <laughs> though. He plays... Like, a- if you yeah. want to see... If you want to see De Niro if you want to see my thought process of entering this movie of father Bobby and being like, he seems good, but is he going to take a dark turn? Watch the fan and, and feel like me of like seeing Robert De Niro take that dark turn. (laughs) What the fuck you talking about? (laughs) Uh, But it's just a fun movie, but yeah, those are good suggestions. Any plugs you like to do, Justin? Oh
1: no, I got my plugs. You know, them. Cinephobe does the dog die.com. Uh not doing anything. Yeah,
0: not worried about animals in this movie. We're pretty no, safe. No, yeah, safe <laughs> for animals. You'd have
1: to check it, but no, that's about what I got. Um Yeah, that's I haven't done anything new as far as podcasts or things with movies. So, yeah. Good to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Thanks so much for one, suggesting this. Such an interesting like it was a success when it came out, but nobody talks about it. Yeah, anymore. it's very
1: odd. Like because uh, you because <laughs> I knew you couldn't have seen it because it's such an older movie and literally nobody's seen it. But like I said, you see it made it fucking crush in the box office, it's got good reviews on it. Did well. Yeah, I don't understand it. Oh, plug I do have one, uh Bumboo Rum
0: Delicious. <laughs> this is podcast brought to you by Bumboo Rum and uh me making white Russians. I Made, like, three of them all. Ca- we did this Ca- episode. Caucasians, tell them right. Oh, that
1: that podcast has probably come out in the future, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. Timeline's big, all fucked up. No, nah, Big Lebowski, it'll be out before this, but Jesus Christ. I uh, Yeah, we're both a little blitz, but I think it's good for this episode, because oh, it's yes. like oh. we had to be a little blitz to talk about this crazy yeah. ass shit. <laughs> but yeah. no, thank you for suggesting this. Was no like problem. This was interesting. What a star study. I just... Every time someone showed up in this movie, I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, it's
2: <laughs> I is just can't believe.
0: And then you literally go on YouTube; it's like three clicks in, it's like bringing up Goodfellas content, and I'm like, nobody's talked about this movie. So I kind of feel good because it's like we put this episode out because no one talks about sleepers, and mm-hmm. I felt conflicted because a lot of times I'll check in with other people's opinions and sort of. Okay, so they're saying that. I can kind of see where they're coming from, but I felt like I kind of had to come into this with my own opinions for the most part, other than well, being yeah. like Roger Ebert's yeah. weird homophobia take was wrong.
1: Uh, like, that was totally a 20-CB take right there. Yeah, had to be.
0: I just thought he was off base on that, but yeah, so we just kind of winged it. I think it worked out. Uh, we'll see how edited this episode is but thank you Justin thank you audience for joining us this has been so fun I'm glad you're here I'm glad to say goodbye to you I'll catch you all on the flip flop peace later bye guys
3: Histories of ages past, unenlightened shadows cast down through all eternity. The crying of humanity. Tis then when the hurdy-gurdy man comes singing songs of love. Then when the hurdy gurdy man comes singing songs of love, hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy, he sings, hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy, hurdy gurdy.